Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Uh, welcome to episode 146 of the Galen Trombley Show. My guest today um, is Kudos. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, far, that was so my good. big moment to make sure I didn't screw it up. But uh, <laughs> Kudos, you guys are a local music. Uh, actually, how would you guys describe yourself? Music, act, group, scene? Like- I think technically you have to be called a band, especially on like social medias and everything yeah. like that. But It's uh, like a duo band thing. Okay, but, so I can call you a band. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. yeah, that's appropriate. Okay, so we have <laughs> Alex We have Alex Pachowski and we have Daniel Piper. Hello. Right? They pronounced both those right? <laughs> yes, okay, we're doing yes. good. So, far, great so, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, guys, so basically just tell us who you guys are because I've... I followed you on social media. I've listened to some of your music. Um, it's catchy. I'll let you go into it more. But again, it sucks. No, yeah, yeah. It, the music sucks. <laughs> we'll take that. Yeah, stuff to take out. No, no, I, I, I think I think you guys do a great job. And the one thing that I really like is younger people kind of taking initiative on stuff and then also taking some risks because obviously this is a new venture for you guys. And mm-hmm. you know, I think it's fair to say you guys aren't mainstream enough where this is like your full-time gig that you guys have jobs and it's kind of a hustle that you would love to turn into a passion and turn into a cool you know hopefully career for you guys so um i just like the idea that you guys are taking you know kind of a a, something you love and are trying to turn it into a career so uh for people who do not know either of you just kind of give us a rundown alex you want to go first yeah um well i've been here my whole life i grew up in plattsburgh um dan kind of moved in like middle school and we became kind of like best friends. Um, and then, you know, it was all sports and, you know, just fun shit like that. Alex was in band and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I had like a music background, did piano lessons and all that jazz. Um, and then our friend Jeff like discovered this like music software where you could make music and uh, we kind of just took advantage of it, you know? Yeah. he uh, For fun for the first four yeah. years. And then... Yeah. Basically, uh, so we met in middle school and everything like that. And we became, I became friends with some of Alex's friends. I was friends with Jeff, who is a mutual friend of ours. Uh, Jeff Latinville. You yeah. Yeah. Probably, yep. yeah. Talked to before. And um, so we were like always hanging out. And then one day he started a YouTube channel that he like started to take super serious called like music life. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. And, I, I'm uh, not aware, but I'm, yeah, I'm sure. It, like it yeah. grew pretty quick. Okay. It had like 300,000 subs and everything. It was pretty awesome, but he was making like mixes and DJing and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And then we, he showed us that and he showed us how to like DJ and all that kind of stuff and make mashups. Right. And so then we kind of got into making our own music. Alex started d- getting into it first before me because we were like super into sports. We played soccer and everything. Just your average busy high school kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. like doing a lot of extracurricular stuff, yeah. you know. So um, then we kind of like were doing it for fun on the weekends, just messing around, you know. Um, I didn't have like a trained music background. I just liked listening to music and doing stuff like that. I got into DJing and I made my own channel because Jeff kind of inspired me to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then... Um, 
I started doing that. Alex was making stuff on his own. And then towards like senior year of high school, I got the program that Jeff showed us and he had. And I started doing it myself as well. And then we went to college and then we kind of did our own thing for a few years. It was so recreational that like, like you're just, you're making stuff for fun. It was the equivalent of like, literally if you're into like drawing or something, you're just drawing in a notebook. Mm -hmm. So, so when you guys, so a lot of this was just hobby kind of, you went and started doing it and just ended up turning into like, Hey, that's kind of a cool mix. That's a cool riff, whatever you guys might do. And then. When did it start getting a little bit more of like you two came together and you wanted to collaborate on right. stuff and it turned into kudos? Yeah. I would say probably midway through freshman year for both of us in college. Um, I was away um, at RPI for college and Dan was in Plattsburgh. Here in Plattsburgh. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of started with was like, oh, like send us, you know, let's send each other shit. And yeah. Like, it was over like Discord. Yeah. I don't know if you know that like app, but it's like where you can... It's like a chat room sort of for people that play video games together. Yeah. And we had like all our friends, like that's how we communicated because we were all at different schools and we would just send each other individual Squares like ideas like, like we had. For, for the music you guys yeah, are creating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you guys are, are kind of messing around and stuff and I've listened to the, your new record, um, I can call it a record, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, your EP. Yeah. Um, that's fair. So the extracurriculars just came out. Is that set? okay? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. yes. I actually have listened to the whole thing a couple times through, so it is oh, kind right. of it's, it's a cool album. But the uh, so when you guys are like trying to come up with ideas and and trying to put all this together, like how does that process work? Like where do you guys get the inspiration from? You know, are you taking other music and kind of overlaying your own to- tones to it, or are you coming up with completely new music? Um, yeah, I, I think I'd say it's different for both of us in some ways, but yeah, it's, we, I think our process luckily just because we are such close friends to begin with is still so casual. Like Dan will make an idea just for fun that day. And then mm-hmm. I'll be like, Oh, that's really good. And then we'll just start from there mm-hmm. and or it'll, it'll start versa. organically, you know, from that. Yeah. Um, in terms of like inspiration, I think we pull from like every area. I definitely yeah. pull from like, like a jazz background, um, Dan listens to like a lot of like classic, like old rock and stuff like that. Um, So it's, we take that and we we're getting into uh, like back in middle school and early high school when we got into electronic music was like kind of how we learned how to make music that was similar to that style. So we had like, which at the the time was literally house music. Yeah. And we, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, that was how we like figured out how to make songs. So we have like that electronic background of like how to structure things and the types of sounds you use and the drums and everything like that. But then we have like the like actual musicians like playing live and everything that we have take influence from. So we blend, we try to blend both ends of things. So, so when you guys take music, um, so like take a song from your, your album, you take, Someone that's playing music and then overlay different, you know, whether it be sounds or I guess instruments or whatever you call it over the top of that. Is that fair to say? So, or is it? Yeah, I would say for this EP that we just released, it was primarily done all through computer, okay. just generated sounds and stuff like that. Um, but that was pretty pretty much Even all we the had singers access on to. That? Or did they well, pre-record? No, no. Well, I mean, I think we would make the we would make the instrumental and then we would find literally an artist to sing over it mm-hmm. um I, yeah so everything's so, original it's not like taking things i, yeah. I don't know if like that's so like the, the, the way I, the way i'm kind of describing it is when i when i think of um 
Like, do you call it electronic dance music? Is that sure? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, so that's the overarching genre. Yeah. That'd be the yeah. genre. So I always think of like a Vici, or I think of mm-hmm. uh, I mean, go like Skrillex. You can go like that kind yeah. of level. Yeah. You take these guys that are, and there's a there's a obviously you know there's a ton of those people that are out there right now. But mm-hmm. like I look at like a Vici who came up with like his own song and music and everything was there, and then I've heard him overlay stuff to like Coldplay, and then all of a sudden yeah. so he's taken like Sky or Starful uh, Skyfall Stars mm-hmm. and overlaid you know something over the top of it that he created and made mm-hmm. it sound like totally different yeah. but cool. Right. Do you do a lot more of that or is everything original? Um, I would say um, we do both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like those are like remixes, and we yeah. we like doing those flips, remixes. Yeah. Um, those are stuff that that's stuff that we would make for like quick media like. We'll put it on TikTok, and that'll be popular because it's a well-known song already. People mm-hmm. are, yeah. you know what I mean, going to know the like words. Attention grabber, yeah. um, or like if you play a live set, it's you know good for people well, to know the words. So, what's the? Uh, is there like legality parts of that? If you were to take a well-known song and overlay it and put it on TikTok, oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, so, can well, you do that, or is it copyright infringement? Or depends. Um, I think like we know this other group named Two Man Embassy, and they do they do like flips of like old rap songs and mm-hmm. like they're really good like and they yeah. just put them on soundcloud so there's like places you can put them and those and, and those yeah. you won't get really in trouble like soundcloud youtube you can do it they'll claim your video but you're just not going to make any money like we make the the flips and the remixes kind of with the intention like we don't really care you won't we, make financial gain yeah, but you it, will gain like you'll maybe some some, yeah, followers. some yeah, following and, and, yeah. yeah and yeah. like it's like like alex said it's a fun thing to play in a set it's kind of like all right everybody knows the song we have our own twist to it they're gonna be like oh that's sick kudos made that remix of whatever right mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like oh i want to go to their page and find it and then they'll follow us because they like that one song and then they'll see all the original stuff that comes out after right. so the you can put it on soundcloud you can put it on tiktok and youtube tiktok sometimes will like take the audio out if it's like copyright or whatever and then YouTube, they'll just claim your video and collect money for, to the label for it. And that's, like, not a big deal. As long as they don't take the video down, which they don't ever. So, so do you guys are, do you guys play anything live right now? It's kind of obviously tough with COVID, but things coming mm-hmm. back. Like, are you doing stuff in person? Are you doing events? Are you doing... Because so, you used to de- or still yeah, do I DJ? To, I DJed at the green room, like, before. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a lot of fun. It was more like it was more like a part-time just to make some cash yep. and, like... A fun thing because I was same style of music or you just DJing. No, it was more like what you hear in the club. Like whenever I would play, like crowd pleasers. Yeah, it was like when I were just playing music for the people that are there. Yeah, like your stuff is getting played. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And whenever I would play like styles of music that I like, like of our sound, it would. I remember one time this one guy was just like, "Turn this shit off! Like this sucks or whatever." And I was just something you enjoyed, and I was like. Well, because you, know, you, you can get play. out of here. There's like 300 people in here. Like, yeah, get out. I don't exactly. care. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Talk, I was going to say, you can't please everybody, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially late I at know, night at the bars. I know. And then you get like all these girls, like all the sorority girls coming up to the booth and they're like, hey, can you play this song? And I've just, I hated it. It was, honestly, it was not like, it was good because the money was good and it was a good atmosphere and it was a good like test of like how to DJ live well, for like it. a yeah. certain, especially for like three hours. Like you're having to play not the same song for three hours, which is atypical. Like if you if you're a real artist and you're DJing or have a set at all, it's like, an hour long set is yeah. like that's a long. That's set. like the max usually they go for. Three so, hours is like yeah, okay. it's like a three hours. Three hours is like okay if you can do that, you could do a set. You know, and like so. to be honest, we have gotten offers recently for playing live. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like we had one in just Chicago. because of where our like network is increasing and people yep. people are uh, asking us to play. But I think we both kind of agree that when we do play as kudos like live, we want to incorporate like live vocals. You know, um, guitar keys, keys some um, maybe some drum stuff yeah like, like it, so we don't we don't want it to be like a typical uh like just dj set like, yeah. we want to incorporate djing in some ways like i the only way i can like explain it well like you're not gonna know because you don't probably know the artist but <laughs> is i went to Lollapalooza in chicago a couple of years ago and there was this artist named Lido that he's a one guy he's okay. like a producer singer guy and he had this thing where he sat in the middle of this circle and he had like a DJ like board sort of like switchboard you know, kind yeah. of yeah and then he had keys some drum pads uh like two different synths mm. and and like a mic and he would just play everything like live just by himself like in this one thing and it was really crazy so he kind of just spun around yeah he was yeah, like one doing man band type yeah thing. and it was yeah. really dope but like for us, it would be yeah, yeah, like two Obviously people, two, and then maybe if we have any third. featured artists or like somebody that we know that plays the guitar mm-hmm. would go up there and like help us yeah. out and stuff like that. Because I always look at like, so again, my I think music has come a long ways in the last like ten years. Yeah, like mm-hmm. my when I listened to a lot of music it was like late '90s and through the early 2000s. Like that was kind of my, mm-hmm. and you weren't seeing a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I got as I got older like 2010 to 2021, I kind of got out of the scene, but that's when you're starting to see a lot of this start popping up and you're seeing, yeah. uh, like, I love, um, uh, like, 21 Pilots, which is just two guys. Yeah. yeah. And they have a lot of cool sounds, too, because they do a lot of, like, you know, they obviously play, but they have a lot of, I guess, pre-recorded stuff they probably play throughout also. Yeah. Right. And I look at that, I'm like, that music's really good, but it's totally different than what I would ever expect it. So, I, I like, I kind of envision you guys as being a little bit more of, like, um, are, are they considered electric electric dance yeah. music? Were they called that? Um, they're alternative. Kind of like, yeah, they're alternative, but I would say pretty much every artist that you're seeing now, especially those those guys, and you know us for sure. Um, the 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 whole scene has changed. Like before, you needed to get approved by a label just to get access to record mm-hmm. your shit. But now it's like. Dan and I make our shit in, our, in, in literally a bedroom. Like yeah. we can make it wherever we are. Well, we have about this podcast. Literally, yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody in the world can listen to this, and we're doing it in my office. So, yeah. um, so I mean, I kind of attribute your music a lot to like MGMT. You, you right. yeah, familiar with them? Yeah. yeah. Did you know one of those guys was from Westport? You, oh, yeah, really? Actually, um, yeah. Holy sh- I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, I think one there was a professor at P State that's the aunt or uncle. Of one of the members in there, yeah. Yeah, he's, I think, from West, we went to Westport. That's yeah. crazy. And now, this was, like, obviously when he was younger, but I had, yeah. like, a friend. I think uh, one of the girls who works here, like, went to school with him. Right. Oh, wow. And then uh, another one of my buddies like, yeah, he's partying in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but that's kind of the same music, right? So Yeah, no, yes, definitely. 100%. Like, that lane is, like, kind of where we're trying to um, Now, do they sure. make their own music? Or they, like, do, do the vocals and stuff? Or do they do the same as you? You just put the sound over... So yeah, they they make yeah. they do everything. Yeah. Um, I like think electric feel. They had like that song mm-hmm. with like someone singing on it. But is that them? Well, singing? I think I think that's them. That's singing. them singing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. for sure. Like now, so right now, like you're. We had in this EP that we had come out. We had a lot of featured mm-hmm. singers in our song "Feel Sad." That's on the EP. We had somebody sing on it, but we also had Alex do some vocals on it. Like okay. I don't. It's like later on in the song, you can. It's like layered in with his yeah. the featured vocalists ideally and i well everything that we have now coming out not everything but i would say the majority of what we have coming mm-hmm. out is 
a lot of yeah it's like, original, we like write we're singing it everything we're writing it we're singing it playing you it. are singing it yeah, yeah. I'm not. I can't sing. Okay. I'm toned. <laughs> but That'd be me. Alex, Alex yeah. can sing, but yeah. we're writing the lyrics together, and we're obviously still doing the instrumental, like all the, in- like, you know. So when, when you have a program like the one you're talking about, the one that Jeff put you onto, like when mm-hmm. you take that, that has every. I mean, I know it sounds dumb me asking, but it has everything built in already. So you, like any sound you want to make, any kind of yeah, sort of like, in a, in some ways. Yeah, I, I look yeah. at like uh, when you do uh, like video editing. Mm. You know, like Adobe mm. Premiere Pro, oh, they have yeah, yeah. so much on there that mm-hmm. really they're giving you like, you know, almost an unlimited amount of different ways that you can put it all together. And then yep. the art is taking all those individual sounds and blending them. Yeah, it's like a puzzle. Yeah, literally. so it's, it's same, literally a puzzle. kind of the same. Yeah, um, yeah it's, they're actually called DAWs. What does it yeah. stand for? Digital... A digital Audio Workstation. Workstation. There's like a okay. bunch of them. There's like three that are like the main ones. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same premise is yeah. basically like a photoshop where it's like oh wait i can create basically it's like an advanced version of garage band yes, yeah exactly, exactly. it's yeah. like a it's a, you can create like professional sounding like radio I, ready did you did you guys ever use garage band back in the day oh yeah i did okay in, is that, in a class once yeah did <laughs> you look back and like yeah. that's very archaic but then yeah. like in the sense that it was so simplistic and right. you look at it it's like oh my god you've taken like the snare drum and yeah, then turn it yeah. into this really cool thing or you can then draw off the beat or bring it in or yeah, do all yeah. These, you know right um so what what kind of like you said classic rock's kind of your background? I I'm really into it. I mean, it's something that I've been like, like recently I've been listening to a lot of like punk '90s punk mm-hmm. rock, like punk pop stuff. Yeah, and then a lot of '70s, you know '60s. I'm into the Beatles, obviously mm-hmm. ELO, um, mm-hmm. like the big ones, you know Queen and everything. Yeah, um, ELO, for and sure. then. Uh, yeah, yeah Elo was kind of like early in its time for what you guys are doing. Yeah, they yeah, doing like they had the vocoder stuff. stuff. Like, and it they, sounds like it holds it's up. So still yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really into like that kind of stuff. But and then obviously electronic music. So yeah, I think we're it, both kind of like we dabble in rap. Like yeah, we like rap. Um, it, so it has to be like a specific type of rap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, there's like a clean, yeah. not like not like lyrically clean, but just like production clean like yeah we're talking like the early, like the 90s rap some of that's cool but so, yeah it's I, mainly like some of like the newer but like you would rather mess around with the newer stuff than the older stuff um in terms of like flipping it i'd rather mess with the older, older stuff, stuff yeah. but uh just sonically i feel like the new some of the new stuff like there's some artists that i we love like mm-hmm. uh like brockhampton i mean yeah. yeah some of them some artists like aren't like the big it's not like that slow tie yeah there's like some like indie rap artists i guess you could call yeah, them they're, they're not like not but, yeah and right. we but they're still pretty big they're playing like bigger shows and everything but they're not like you know the baby or something mm-hmm. that you hear on the radio it's like right. i don't really like the baby's music but i like you know slow tie and amine and everything like that like they they have very cool production like their producers are awesome that's mm. so much. So how do I, I again kind of breaking it down? How does this all start? You guys obviously have a program, you have an idea, you have kind of the influence. Mm-hmm. How do you go from there to now we're putting it on an EP and, and actually putting it out on you know sound uh, you know or I got an Apple Music but Spotify, yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah. Like how does it get from your brains in your bedroom to that? Um, kind of take us through the mm-hmm. process. Yeah, 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 okay. I I will take you through the process because <laughs> it was a process. Uh, <laughs> it literally started naively, just like oh let's make an EP. Like that was the first idea. How like, long ago was this? Um, it was kind of a timeline. Still, still like middle just, of freshman year. We we like came home for the winter well, and like hung out, right? Of no, no. College? It was, well, no. The EP. Yeah, of college. The okay. EP idea. 
or just like kudos in general. Yeah, kudos like. started then. Like, and then yeah. and when kudos started, we like really? made a couple of remixes, and we were like, okay, we can just release them on SoundCloud, but we're not getting any attention because it's SoundCloud, and that's just not how you release music effectively. Yeah. So then, you know, that was kind of our first first experience with like, okay, we're releasing songs, but you can't just release a song. You need cover art. So mm-hmm. now you need, you know, the graphics, yeah. the graphics mm-hmm. and that was just through SoundCloud. So we figured that out. Mm-hmm. And then when we came for the idea for the EP, it was yeah. like two Alex, years later, we yeah. had like a bunch of demos. Um, Dan, Dan and I like were, you know, moving in. And together. yeah, like it was, was it, December 2019, he had moved back to Plattsburgh right. from RPI. And then in January, we were like, okay, now we're actually, let's take this seriously while we, while we live together. Because we were apart for like two, two, three years, pretty much. And we were just sending each other's things. And we put out those two remixes, like Alex was saying. And then we were like, oh, let's do an EP. Like, mm. like Alex said, super naive. We were just like, let's take it seriously and like make a project, see right. what happens, you know? Like- Usually, if you're a starting out artist, what you would do is typically have one song, put everything in that one song, make it a single, mm-hmm. and that would be your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. But like, and you just repeat that process. Yeah, you just keep putting out singles um, until you're big enough to the point where like people are actually like, "Oh, I want to hear an album." Um, Dan and I figured, let's just make a big project like an EP um, and release them periodically as singles, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, I mean, it was naive just because we didn't no fully understand, like, you need cohesive artwork. You need usually a label backing you. Not necessarily the case, by the way. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you need a story. Like, you need to slowly start building a fan base. It, was, it, was, it became very, like, high-end, yeah. like, man, manager stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. As, as opposed to, like, the creative the process. Art, yeah. Yep. yeah, it was, like, um, a year of, like... Figuring we, that out. Yeah. yeah, we were trying to, like, we originally, when we were starting this in January, we were like, okay, of 2020, we were like, okay, let's do this and let's put it out by, like, August of 2020. Like, we're right. going to, and we planned to go to LA in August of 2020. We were like, COVID wasn't a thing. We were like, okay, we're going to go out there. We're going to, obviously, you're going to make a bunch of friends and then we'll go out and meet them there. And we'll also put out the EP. But it was like, we it was that like we did we did that and also we just thought we could do more than what we sh- we could at the time in it, that time frame yeah it was yeah. like just because we did we we had, it was our first time we had no experience with yeah, like me, all of the roadblocks that come with just releasing yeah. a song yeah just like like the um, manager stuff that Alex was saying it was like as soon as you make the song it's like okay now you have to think about eight million different other yeah, things the logistics and of it's it. like very like DIY like we're figuring it out we don't really know what we're doing half the time but like. You know, you meet people and you're asking for like, you know, you kind of get like mentors sort of. And then you're like, hey, like, what do you think of this? How do you do this and everything? And they kind of like guide you in the right direction. That's kind of what January till June of 2020 was like. It was a lot of like coming up with ideas, meeting a bunch of people, finishing like four songs, still having two that we needed to do. Mm. Um, And then you know, we wanted to go to LA in August and we were like super pumped and then we couldn't cause COVID kind of re-spiked and we were like, all right, let's go a different time. Um, which ended up not making a difference. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually like, cause I know you were talking about like the process of a song. So, cause we keep, we keep no, straying, no. <laughs> but um, my, my brain works the same way. So yeah. it's all over the place. Yeah. You'll come back to it. Don't worry. Yeah. Just keep, yeah. Um, so 
basically in January we started the the EP thing, and so let's say I think the first one we really started on was I take it, it slow. Like, was it that or doses or no? It was take it slow, which I don't know if you're familiar with that one. I I've listened to it. Like I said, I've listened to all of them. So yeah. you can play them too if you want. Like no. don't don't be don't be afraid to pop it on and be like, this is the one we're talking about. It was yeah, it, it's basically for those of you listening is uh it's it's the one that's i would say is like the most jazzy one yeah and it's got like an artist a featuring vocalist on there that's got like a jazz background and and, you know he plays saxophone at the very end of it um but yeah that was our first like real original single that like we put a lot of effort into we finished the electronic like instrumental that you hear must have been seven months before it came out. Like, yeah, more, yeah. More. It was like an idea that Alex sent me. Like, I think it was like, what was it? Like, almost the end of junior year of college. Yeah, or something. It was almost like a a whole like yeah. fleshed out song yeah, already. Was, and yeah. then, uh, you know, then it's done. And then it takes a couple months to, for you to find an artist to sing on it. And then after that, it takes you know a month just to record the vocals and. Then, it, you know, there's a process of like, okay, I liked what you sang on this, but you need to change these lyrics or you need to, you know, sing it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's difficult to do remotely just because it's literally, you know, email to email. Like mm-hmm. if you don't mm-hmm. read it, then it's not going to happen that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Zoom yeah, up, it, so. it ended up being, it ended up being a long process yeah, to was, say the least. That was the first one. So basically like with that one, Alex started the idea, sent it to me and I was like, oh yeah, this is sick. Let's save it for later. Mm-hmm. He moved to Plattsburgh. Uh, we were kind of living together with our friend Jeff, and we kind of just started messing around. And we kind of like flushed it out, and then sent it to the the singer on it, James Delaney. And we were like, "Oh yeah, you sound great." He loved the song, and he was like willing to be on it, so he wrote the lyrics on that. Mm. And um, and then he sang it, sent it back, and then we mixed everything, and then right. we. So you can you can pretty much break down the process of here's making a song is creation like here's your creative part you're making the song, then there's the vocalist or whatever you got to record process, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there's the mixing, then there's the mastering, and then once you have the song done, mixed and mastered, perfect for the listener, you have to figure out the promo, figure out the plan for release yeah. in terms of like so so you guys always come up with. Can I, Call it the beat, the music of it. Mm-hmm. You always come up with that first before you would start adding in 100%, a lyricist yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's what it has been. Sometimes though, that's kind of the heart of yeah. the song is the, is yeah. the beat. Yeah, now, if we're making originals, that's pretty much always what mm-hmm. it is. If, okay. if it's a remix or anything like that, you work around yeah. the vocal that's already there. Um, but now recently with like the new stuff that we've been like building up, it has been like there's been a lot of like you come up with a vocal melody as you're doing the instrumental, which is like, cause we're trying to write our own lyrics now and right. also have our own singing on it and everything. Um, so we'll start, we'll come up with like a, like a hook idea mm-hmm. or like the, yeah, yeah that's, the catchy part of the song. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then we'll have that and we'll just start to make the instrumental kind of around that. And then we'll go back and we'll add in writing. Right. So it's kind of, now it's becoming like at the same time, you can do both. Mm-hmm. So, so for Take It Slow, did you have the name of the song Take It Slow when you sent it to somebody? No. So when you just said you gave you gave whatever the instrumental beat, whatever you want to call it, to the lyricist, mm-hmm. he ended up taking that and basically said, I'm just going to write a song yeah. based off whatever I'm thinking, which was something along Take It Slow or whatever yeah, he wrote exactly. for the yeah. lyrics. Mm-hmm. Then when you get you guys said you got it back, 
then you mix. So when he gives it back to you, does he is he singing over your your music? Yeah, he, yeah. He just I think strip he, the two out and kind of. I think he literally just for the idea. I think he literally sent like a voice memo through his phone of like with our song playing in the background. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And then eventually mm-hmm. we're like, so oh. very rough sketch. Yeah, very and rough we're track. like, yeah, that's sick. Okay. Try that. And then he'll go and record the vocals and he'll send back just the vocals. And I mean, everyone's and, everyone's different. Like yeah. every vocalist is different. Sometimes they don't have the equipment to record or sometimes, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he'll send you the lyrics. What are you saying? Like all written out? Uh, no, well, I mean, he just sends like the vocal and then we'll like have yeah. to write down the lyrics afterwards or yeah. whatever. But, um, yeah, he'll send the raw like vocal. Like maybe he'll do some people do processing on it, like you know tuning it certain ways because they like they know their voice the best. So sometimes they want to do it. Right. Um, other times we'll do that, um, which can be a pain. But <laughs> um, yeah, he'll send that, and then we'll put that into the session with our instrumental, and we'll blend it in. Maybe add some effects, cut it up in certain places, or distort something, or do yeah, something. So exactly. once you have that, and you said, what was the final thing you said? Mastering. Mastering. That's, so, is that the last part of the process? Yes, mm-hmm. it's 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 the basically you're making it the volume appropriate for like the mm-hmm. average consumer. So like yeah. when you hear a song on the radio, they're all pretty much around the same volume. That's mm-hmm. why like yeah, they they, they have like a normalization level. It's kind of like a podcast too. I, I try to do it here because I do a lot. Most of my stuff is done on the fly. I very rarely do a lot of post on this because mm-hmm. I just don't want I just don't want to do it. I'm, yeah. like, I'm already here. Might as well just be doing it yeah, yeah. along. So. Um, I'm kind of keeping aware, but that's why we're like listening here. So hopefully none of you guys are like blowing yourselves out, you know, when you talk, that's, right. no, no. but that's kind of the same idea, right? So I want to make sure the decibel levels are mm-hmm. roughly about the same. No. So. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what it is. So yeah. at least if I talk loud and you talk quiet, we sound the same. Like, yeah. Exactly. Or, you know, you know, a spike in sound, like I just, you know, drop something, then mm-hmm. that would be harsh on the ears. You got to like level that out. Basically. Yeah. Um, so how do you guys find the lyricists? Um, it's that process is, is basically like. Yeah. when you're starting off low like we were um, like we didn't know anyone we had no connections so mm-hmm. basically it was first come first serve like if you like Cold the track yeah. if you like the track we're gonna like you know go all in with you and I think we got really lucky with James he mm-hmm. just happened to like yeah like the track and also have a similar background and uh, you mm-hmm. know a great voice so, so. where's James from he's he lives in LA, but I think he's from Kentucky, something like that. No, that's that's but, somebody else. I can't remember where he's from. from. That's fine. I mean, but, but he's he lives in LA. He's in yeah, LA, yeah. but how, how did he get your music? Like, how did you get hooked up? So with him? basically, we the we the bulk out. of it is like yeah, like you find you're just kind of on the internet, SoundCloud, Spotify. You're just looking listening to new music, and you're finding like you're like oh, I like this person's voice. You go to their page, and you see their email and their contact. Oh, because they're all okay. They're yeah. tagged in it, so it's yeah. just you doing basically legwork. And yeah, it's like legwork, researching yeah. and, and things like that. Uh, and know, then we're like, oh, they would sound dope on this record. You have and to be this, realistic too. Obviously, yeah. like we were just starting out, we had zero followers, so we're looking for people that also have maybe a small following mm-hmm. and aren't that big. You're yeah. not going to get a huge, you know, feature. Yeah, you can't get Justin Bieber on your song until you know, until you're imagine though. Yeah, imagine. I yeah, I, I mean he, that's a lot of like some people like something we're trying to do now is uh it's like called pitch work. Mm-hmm. So you, well, that's a lot of your favorite songs on the radio aren't even made by your favorite artists. It's by like somebody who lives in like Plattsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they make the instrumental, they produce it out and they have the lyrics, they write all the lyrics, they sing a demo and mm-hmm. they will send it to people that know these people. Like if you have a manager or if you have a talent company that 
can reach out to their people. And then get in front of like a Justin Bieber. Yeah, they'll send it to Justin Bieber. They'll be like, hey, there's this song. Would you want it? Would you like they pay for it basically? Yeah. And they uh, will just they'll pay for it and they'll sing the lyrics that were already written. They'll just put their vocal on it and right. do their whatever. And, they and want. then it goes on Justin Bieber's album or tour. Yeah, but it's, exactly. Yeah. Um, because I know like. A lot of like you guys, a lot of people write music for other people. Like Ed mm-hmm. Sheeran started out writing yeah. songs for people before he went out. Like Chris Stapleton was the same way. Like yeah. country music. So right. mm-hmm. obviously they ended up just like having this the talent to go along with everything else. Yeah, and just said yeah. screw up. I'm just gonna do my own stuff. Yeah. Right. And obviously he's paid off for both of them. But mm-hmm. um, so uh, so because I was when I was listening to it, I was like, man, are those like local? I mean, have you used any local artists? We have not. We we don't we've, know. Like any... we've talked about like. Our Some friends from like that we school, went yeah. to high school with that were in like jazz band and mm-hmm. like maybe they would want to be, you know, play like live drums or guitar on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like in terms of other local artists, like I don't think we're very familiar with. Yeah, a lot we don't of them. know. And if I am familiar with them, it's uh, it just wouldn't be a fit. Like I think Doomfuck. I don't know. I, I know them, but they're called, <laughs> they're literally called Doomfuck. They, no. They're actually cool. They <laughs> it's actually crazy great, name. Great name. Yeah, <laughs> they, have, they have like this like. They they play like, sounds like a bunch of Vikings like yeah. it's I mean yeah it's it's like I mean it's like dark like metal kind yeah, of music yeah. but it's but the, you know she plays they, like the violin it's like unique that's music that's crazy and okay. I think they just played in like the monopole or something it's but, a local band yeah doom, doom fuck literally that's I don't ass. know if they have anything on Spotify but like one of my favorite bands used to play there's if you go on uh, archive.org you ever been on that no you might like it if you're in the old music but okay. if you go to archive.org you look up anything like and one of the bands I like, some of their music is from Mare's Cup and the Monopole. You can listen oh, to the full out, like really? the full recording. Yeah. That's cool. So if you have like any musicians that you like, it's archive, mm-hmm. archive or archives.org. I was <laughs> singular plural. Okay. And if you can go on it and look, you look up a bunch of people. They have, I mean, I've, I've gone through and listened to old albums. You just download the album, download mm-hmm. the recording. So yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, is that that show? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to download it because somebody recorded it, yeah, put it yeah. up there. But it's good quality. It's not like, it's yeah, like you it's... from your cell phone. Mm-hmm. So you start listening to them like this is actually legit. Like they must have mixed it or something and actually yeah. just sent it to this. Yeah, um, like a rough, like quick mix kind of thing, and it's. Yeah, I mean, it's not, there's not a whole lot to it, but the music sounds fine. Yeah, if you don't yeah. listen to it and be like, man, I'll, it sounds like someone did taped it from the back. It's yeah. like no, it's from the actual soundstage that yeah. they taped it. Um, That's awesome. Recorded it. Sound. Yeah. So that um, yeah, I was just wondering because I think there's some local, like local bands. If you really, you know, obviously got to fit your vibe and fit kind of the the genre yeah. you like. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a few people if they had like a jazz background or had something. You could... Yeah, there's like. I mean, it's always it's always like mad respect. I mean, yeah. you you respect especially other bands that are like in different genres than you. Yeah, it's always just like a respect thing. Like yeah. I could especially never they, do that. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be able to do. Like that. I wouldn't be able to play heavy metal like that. Or, mm-hmm. like, or just like they know. Yeah, they yeah. know how to play. They can like rip the guitar like that. Like heavy yeah. metal, they're just going crazy. Their hands are bleeding. Yeah, the, I'm the, like, the vocal yeah, like, like strain yeah, on like crazy. that type of music is tough. But mm-hmm. anyway. it's very impressive. So, so where do you guys go? Um, you kind. Of, I'm gonna kind of call it like your look or your vibe. Like if you look at like your um, your album art, you look mm-hmm. at your. I would say your promo, like Instagram promos. It's a lot of like kind of what you're wearing, like bright, flashy, yeah. kind of vintage. Um, you know, kind of reminds me a lot of like the, the early nineties, mid nineties kind Let's of, go. is that what you that's wanted? Yeah, that's what I mean, it's kind of like, but you have that, you have that vibe of like, I mean, you guys obviously know this, but you take like the old rap videos and they're in like the sweatsuits and they have like, you know, all I can think of is like that, you know, you got the, uh, like someone's wearing like an old Orlando magic, like windbreaker, yeah. like just yeah, like yeah. these bright colors. Then you start looking at, 
um, I find that it's like I say Beastie Boys, but kind of like in that genre. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So like, is that something you guys plan? Like, per- yeah. obviously, yeah. I'm assuming yeah. you picked that style, but why is that? Why is that your style? Why does that like fit you your vibe? Well, I think when we went to L.A., it, we met a bunch of people, and it, and it became apparent that like. That's you what, needed to have a brand like you needed to have like a visual sonic brand that was mm-hmm. cohesive and like made sense to the consumer and i think dan and i like after we came back we're like like what exactly is our brand? <laughs> like we just yeah. didn't have like that figured out completely yet yeah, we had like the idea like we kind of were thinking like okay we like the retro but it's like electronic music so it's new but it, we still have like that retro like you mm-hmm. know like i like 70s music alex like jet likes like older jazz music yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that so it's like you know, we Plus like Dan and I literally have different styles. Like yeah. literally he Dan will like have a different outfit on than I will in the same photo shoot and it's like annoying for our photographers on Yeah, yeah. But it's like But it fits you too. Like it yeah. fits your personality. Your I know, that's like yeah. that's kind your of comfort like, level. Yeah, it's like that's kind of like our photographer Bella, who does our art and does yeah, ask about her. Yeah, she's too, yeah. she's awesome. She lives with us, so it's like okay. super hands on. It's like that's like our team. We have like three people and it's like pretty sick mm-hmm. um but she will always like kind of rag on alex be like hey can you uh, <laughs> can you change or do you have any other clothes it, yeah I'm, I'm literally like the comfort like yeah i, just like, yeah. I like big t-shirts <laughs> yeah but, and uh, and it's like i tell her like <laughs> i get what she's trying to do and like it makes sense but it's like i'm also like you know what who cares like just let him and whatever it's all, he wants i like, think it's good you know? to have her input because it's always been kind of like you know we are, we're not really involved or I, I'm certainly not as involved in like fashion or like social media anyway. Like mm-hmm. just, I don't even know how to like build an audience and co- like according or like in terms of like followers on Instagram mm-hmm. and like Bella's really good about yeah, like, yeah. okay, you need to post she gets the X many times, yeah. you know, per week. And mm-hmm. like this picture looks better than this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that where I'm like, okay, you know, sure. like we will tell her we want to do this thing i have this idea i have this vision right creative can you yeah can you can you help us make it happen and that's like what she does and it's it's really awesome like i remember being like one night i was like we're so we're working on this new like album Mm -hmm. stuff and i had this idea for like like visually how it should look and everything and i was it was like late at night the next day i was like okay can we do this and now we have like all these photos that are like really awesome that fit exactly what I was like going for and it's like she's very good at just understanding understanding what we want to do what we're trying to say yeah yeah. and it's also because she's been around us since we were in middle school she's been she's been a long time friend yeah exactly she's like definitely one of our best friends like all that kind of thing so when when you take and and I know what you're saying because I I think there's um because you kind of fit what your strengths are. Like your strength is not the visual music. It's the music. It's not mm-hmm. all the extra stuff. And like yeah. sometimes, yeah. typically when you have group people, like you're either going to be less or more than him in everything. So like yeah. you're more into the fashion than you are. And you, you know, yeah. you're into something. You might, like I said, the jazz parts are like your strength or so whatever it might be. So yeah. mm-hmm. do you find that like Bella, you said was a, yeah. so is Bella like the tiebreaker? Does she have, is she kind of like the unofficial third member? Or is she kind of, she's a hundred percent like, yeah, the third, unofficial yeah. third member for sure. She's very like, you know, she went to school for graphic design, literally. Mm-hmm. And, yep. yeah. you know, before that it was fashion. And and now it's, you know, she's she's not like as as experienced as like every other graphic designer. But like, yeah, I mean, she's a friend. So yeah. we, we want to yeah. well, bring. I, yeah, I think when you start, like, 
so she does all your your album art, your singles, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, right. Because I look at there, there's a if you take, I would say a lot of people. If you were to really strip back a band or strip back an artist, mm-hmm. who the people that are closest to them are, they were friends growing up, and like you said, like you know, she has she doesn't have as much experience as this graphic designer, but like that's fine she's starting out and then i look yeah. at you guys like you guys aren't as good as this group because you're starting out but right. you know just give it time yeah. because a lot of it is if you kind of basically if you work your ass off and constantly learn yeah it's like the process it's a process yeah. you bust your ass constantly learn and you're only going to get better and yeah if all three of you are doing that then you're only going to get really good because yeah. the strength, and then you're like making your own team. like thing exactly. that's that's how like we've always seen it it's like we're kind of doing our own thing in this town that's in the corner of the country that mm-hmm. nobody knows and we're just kind of making our own thing figuring it out and then if we do it like you said like you keep going for years and years eventually it's like you're gonna it's gonna be really great and stuff and it's yeah. very unique and it's its own thing it's a very original i so. think honestly from the network that we've created just across the country of mm-hmm. like other artists that we know people love that people love that we're from a small town and we have no you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like what well, adds to your story it yeah. adds to we we really like that about it yeah and i think if you guys take the, the way i would look at it is if you're you're connecting with the people you need to connect with because obviously like it's your network you're trying to learn to meet people right mm-hmm. uh, but i think Again, you stay true to what you want to do. Like you guys aren't dressing a certain way because you feel you have to. You're dressing it because like that's the way Dan likes to dress, and that's the way yeah. Alex likes to dress. Yeah. And yeah. um, and you might get some, you know, uh, Bella might give you some uh, critical eye stuff or kind of roll your eyes. Yeah. Like, I, I think my wife rolls my eyes sometimes, or her eyes when I if I pick a certain outfit. And you know, I have other, <laughs> you know, girlfriends that will do the same thing. Be like, why did you like? I'll come into the office like. <laughs> Did you mean to be? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm colorblind. I can't see. Like, I'm terrible at that stuff. But, but then you always get like knocked down a peg. But it's all, it's like through love. It's not like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm just trying to make you guys better. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't know what the hell you're doing. Exactly. But, exactly. Um, so the uh, so the bright the bright colors, all that is that. Whose brainchild is that? Is that like more from? We, I think we always kind of wanted that yeah. aspect because like we're, we're drawing from like, your website's bright. Your yeah, Instagram's bright. It's mm-hmm. very. It's on brand. Everything is right. On, we're, we're drawing from. Artists like MGMT or mm-hmm. like, uh, like I don't know Tame if you're with like Flume or like Tame Impala or anything like no, that. No, but that's, yeah. they're like kind of newer um, electronic artists and stuff like that. But they their brand has always been like kind of bright and like happy um, mm. colors like that. Not necessarily yeah, well, happy, but like just bright and like eye catching. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you know we kind of wanted to blend that with like some sort of like you know like how everything's kind of drippy. Yeah. It's like kind of psychedelic and it's like trippy. It fits with the music. Though. Yeah, like that's yeah. what yeah. we're. We're definitely trying to, like, that's a very, like, Tame Impala thing. It's very, like, psychedelic in a way, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. I, I like that about it. Um, yeah. But it's, like, very bright, colorful, and, like, you look at it, you're like, oh, I can't not look at that. It's very bright, catches my eye, and it's very... Right. It, I think the yeah. trick was trying to find something that was, you know, similar to, to bigger artists and, like, you know, cool, mainstream cool, but also new, different. Mm-hmm our own thing and i think right now we're headed towards like our own thing it's, yeah we're definitely like yeah. hitting that stride for sure yeah i think you put you put your own creative spin on it too and a unique mm-hmm. spin because that's the thing it's, it's like anything else why are you guys different why do you stand out and, and some of it might be we're very similar to a lot of other bands we just outwork them and that could be one thing too you exactly, just kinda, yeah and i think it's you just got to kind of you know eventually things kind of settle you know right now i think you're just kind of figuring even even though you guys know each other you're still figuring each other out and fig- mm-hmm. figuring out the growth and figuring right. out yeah. like, where can we take this and I'm assuming you guys have many 
daydreaming brainstorm sessions where and maybe together or solo or just talks where you're like, listen, this is what I want to do. And you guys have a vision and mm-hmm. um, kind of maybe a, a vision with some rough, rough ideas, what you want to do. And then kind of trying to layer it back and kind of strip it down to like today. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Like that's a big, like for me, I'm like always thinking about, it's like I want to be fucking huge, you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. it's, you know, you have to think realistically where you are in the moment. And it's like, Oh, yeah, we balance each other out pretty well. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm more present. Dan's mm-hmm. more like I want. I can't wait vision, for this to happen. Big picture, big yeah. picture and I'm I'm more so, like. I mean, so <laughs> what's like? What's your goal with everything? Like, well, I mean, obviously, like the main goal for like we actually were just doing this. Like, we just got managers for the first time, and so we were just talking about this, and so it's kind of fitting. But uh, so main goal is to make music full time. Like our careers, like that's all we do. You don't have to go work at a restaurant you know what i mean right. so like that's the main goal um but i would love to one of my like biggest dreams is to definitely play like Lollapalooza, maybe even coachella even though that that would just be sick just fun to say that i did that you know yeah. but um are those yeah. the two biggest mu- uh festivals i should say i would for say, that kind of yeah. music yeah. Yeah. yeah just it's i know there's like bonnaroo yeah. and i know obviously yeah. like woodstock back in the day but oceaga like yeah. oceaga yeah. like the yeah. local stuff would be i think really yeah. fun too just because yeah. it's like oh like i literally well oceaga must have a lot of electric music yeah there. yeah that's yeah. something like montreal is very culturally uh, oceaga like there's this 100 uh, percent electronic uh thing that they do up there is called illisonic um I, the, that's those are things that I think are literally within reach for us within like a year. Like, yeah, like Illusionic for sure. For they sure. have they yeah. have it's like smaller acts. They have smaller there. acts all the time, yeah. and they especially like local. Yeah, and like and that's in Montreal. Yes, yeah. Nice. It's it's okay. kind of crazy to think about it because that was my first festival I've ever gone to. I think that was yeah. your first yeah, festival. Yeah, and we you, yeah. we went there together, and it was like a. It'd just be like a cool thing to be like, yeah, I did play that. And that was my first ever festival. It's like right down the road from Plattsburgh. How, you know? how, uh, how many people go to that one? Uh, a few I, thousand, I'm assuming? Um, definitely, yeah. yeah like definitely, it's, definitely, I would say tens of thousands. Yeah, of yeah. It's, it's, a, it's not like a big, big Like multiple thing. stages. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. definitely. But there's, it's, there's like a good amount of people there, for sure. I, I don't know. three or four stages, yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty, I mean, like I said, that's, I, I would say that's a major event. That's not like, yeah, not no. like playing at the local, yeah. like... 100%, yeah. yeah. And, I, I, you know, I think future stuff is going to be, like, a lot of live mm-hmm. performances, hopefully. Um, yeah. But uh, in terms of, like, short term, like, what we have coming up next is, like, we have, like, a big like Dan was saying, an album kind of uh, in the idea process. project going on right now. Um, we're we, collaborating with a bunch of other artists right yeah, now, we have, and um, that's going to be separate from that. Mm-hmm. We're working on pitch work. So yeah. right now, we're trying to... Do everything. <laughs> basically, do everything and just get our name in other mm-hmm. people's... Like, yeah. kudos, wow, they're everywhere. Like, I'm seeing them everywhere, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's, like, a difference between... Like, from what I've noticed, and, like, Alex as well, like, we've talked about this. Um, when we we started the kudos thing, like, in college, freshman year, we kind of started... Get, you start to get into, like, a community of other artists mm-hmm. that are, like, your size. And we have that. And, like, some of them are a little bit bigger than us, like, with followings. They play shows and everything. But they don't put out music as consistently they put out like a single every three four months or something and they'll play like a show in in a bigger city because they know the promoters or something but they don't put out a lot of music their music personally i don't think is like as good as ours not trying to like but that's just my opinion (laughs) um and so like 
we have like this thing where it's like, okay, if we just put out a bunch of music, obviously it has to be good. We're not going to rush anything. But if we're consistently at least once a month, like, okay, you're getting once a month kind of thing. And like, it doesn't even have to be on kudos. It could be for somebody else. And we're like, hey, we made this song for this artist. It's, Mm -hmm. we're just getting, we're just like consistently going. Like we don't have, like you can't stop us pretty much is what we're trying to do. It's like, well, I, I th- and I think, again, putting yourself out there, there's there's something to be said. I had this, uh, like we work with a marketing company. Guy's one of my best friends. We butt heads all the time in quality mm-hmm. versus quantity. Mm-hmm. He's way more on the quality, and I'm way more on like, he's like, you need to put out the quality of the thing. Don't rush it. Don't put a bunch mm-hmm. out. He goes, try to get one or two good ones. I'm like, yeah, but if one or two good ones is maybe we deem 95 plus percent perfect, mm-hmm. like why can't we put out... Instead of in that time, maybe we put out three. Why can't we put out 10 that are like 80 to 90? Because yeah. you can get to 80 to 90 very quickly. It's like you mm-hmm. spend all the extra hours of time in that last small that detail percentage. stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's just fine. You could definitely make it even better. Mm-hmm. But for the for the layman person out there, to me, it's like, especially when you're getting out, it's like, let's put out some good stuff because what's going to happen is that 80, again, kind of math here, but that 80% that you might get to the 80, 90, mm-hmm. eventually that 80, 90% is going to be relative to where you're at. So your 80, 90% should always be growing. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, Cause you're yeah. going to be better. So it's mm-hmm. like, you exactly. might get 80, 90% two years from now and you're going to look back at what 80, 90% was, was like this year. And like, yeah. God, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the, and, you know, people love that too, especially when it comes to music is like the, looking back in the story mm-hmm. of like, wow, like this is what their first shit was and this is where they're headed. You know what I mean? Like look at the growth of this and like. Mm-hmm. The people like to know the artist before they become the well, artist. There's, there's bands that have and I go back 20 years ago to what they started at and they're mm-hmm. like, the, you know, they're just their, their, uh, like the drum, drummer's kit smaller, the, the band, their sound's mm-hmm. not as loud. Like yeah. it's just very simplistic and more stripped down because that's mm-hmm. all they had. It was like a college jam band. And yeah. Now yeah. Um, have you guys done anything around the colleges? Like, cause, cause, well, do you mean, what do you mean? I'm by saying like, you guys are obviously out of college now, but I'm like, have you looked at, cause college, right? As you know, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're talking like a wildfire to start spreading stuff, it's like yeah, college yeah. campuses. Like, do you, yeah. have you guys, or, or do you plan on reaching out and going, trying to tour college campuses? That, that like to me would be super fun. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, it's, we haven't thought about we, it, we've, but we've, we've, I mean, it's kind of crossed the mind. We like, know doing, a lot of other people that have done that. Um, they yeah. say it works. It's fun. You can I make think. some money too. Like the frat, frats will pay for that. Well, I'm know? saying frats are even just yeah. exposure because you yeah. think a lot of people back in the day before mm-hmm. they had SoundCloud, it's like yeah. here's a mixtape and they were handing it out to just people mm-hmm. in the crowd and just say play it and cheer. Yeah, it. yeah. Before the Napster days, you know. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, definitely. I mean, we could. True. We could do that. I just where it would be fun. I just feel like that's like a. We, I think we it's, both, we, we both were in college. We both were in fraternities. Yeah, I think we both like had that experience of like, okay. And like I used to DJ just, the frat parties. We don't like, want to just like be that. Yeah. And like, it's like, it doesn't lives. really, f- I don't want to say it doesn't fit like our brand or whatever, but like there are artists like DJs, like, I don't know if you know, two friends, they have like, they basically own the college space. Like every college kid right. loves them. They're like these DJs that do these crazy mashups and they also put out their original music and their whole brand is literally it's like we make you want to party and go crazy it's like mm-hmm. they own that and like not to say we couldn't get a piece of that but it's which is something you guys and not to say that yeah. you want to do yeah no, it's not, and it's not yeah. even to say that i don't respect that yeah because exactly. in my opinion that's literally a brand of music like a steve aoki like throwing so, cakes at people so if, yeah. you, if you end up so basically again the other thing is it's like what do you want to do so yeah if that's not what you want to do then yeah i would it. i mean i would like to do it maybe a couple of times i'd love to play a big 
yeah. university. Like I think we have, I think we certainly have songs that we could that, do. Yeah. you know, and aspects of our brand that is like mm-hmm. full on party mode yeah. for sure. But like we, we're also gonna have stuff like in the same project, literally in this album that are like slower you know what i mean yeah, or like, like it's very ballady type mm-hmm. stuff you know what i mean you like know, not so. something that you would play at a college <laughs> yeah, camp yeah you have to actually play it live yeah. and like i would like i said i would love to do that i'm not putting down any chances to do that but right now that's not definitely not the focus so you know? so when you guys say playing live like how does for your music how does playing live because you say you will play piano right mm-hmm. so like would you be playing keyboards or are you playing like the key the the piano is or the keys, I, I was what I would call it, um, is kind of unique in that like you can hook it up to your computer and play it as a MIDI and play any sound you want. So mm-hmm. like if you have like a sound that you, we can like craft our own sounds mm-hmm. inside of this DAW, the software. Um, once you have that sound, you can literally play it on the keyboard as that sound. So, but, but you're still playing, you know, A B C D E F G. Like, right, 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 right. Okay, right, and. I'm pretty well trained on the piano, oh, so yeah. He's like the keys guy. <laughs> so it's it's nice to like be able to do that because yeah. whereas like a guitar is like you're playing guitar and mm-hmm. that's the sound you're gonna, the sound you're gonna get out of a guitar yeah. is gonna you, be a guitar but like morphed with like a distorting like yeah, amp different or something effects like that. Or wall wall kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's always gonna be a guitar, but there's gonna be effects on it. Whereas like a keyboard, you can literally play any sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like besides a guitar, when we <laughs> do the live thing, it's like. It's it's gonna be interesting because I don't know we're still trying to figure that out. We've only played like one live set technically. Mm-hmm. It was a virtual one, um, so you know it's not like same thing. We were DJing, so it wasn't right what we want to do now. But it's gonna be pretty fun. I think I like we have like a the vision for like Alex on the keys. Maybe I'm doing some drum stuff. We'll probably have somebody play guitar. We're both we barely know how to play the guitar. Both yeah, of us like we have one and we be, we've been putting it into our yeah. like new stuff. We've been trying to do it, but it's like luckily it's easy to record. Yeah, if you don't, you know what I mean. You don't yeah, you can like piece it, it together. Take. You can yeah. play like yeah, exactly. And yep. so like we can do that, but you know when it'd be awesome. Like I would love. Like I'm trying to learn it, but it's gonna take you know years to get really good. But yeah, we'd love we'd love to have like a guitarist on stage Is there kind a, of thing. Is there a certain style of like a guitar that you want, or certain like when you guys think about it, so like electric, acoustic, like how do you? Um, both. I, really. I would say I literally have like an electric slash acoustic mm-hmm. right now, and I think that's great because you can you can literally plug it into an, an amp and make mm-hmm. it sound anything from like literally a bass to like mm-hmm. you know a hard like rock guitar like slash doing a solo slash yeah. 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 yeah or and then you can unplug it, put it in front of this microphone literally, and just play like. Some like some gorgeous, yeah, pretty acoustic heart stuff, melting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And like, I have an electric guitar, so it's like I personally like electric a little bit more. But yeah, no, but yeah. like, I would love to have both. Like acoustic guitar, you can't get, you can't replicate that. There's no like in our software, you can't get a plug-in, is what they're called. Like, like for an acoustic guitar, yeah, right, for any guitar. There's like, no program. There's that no can that, that like you can't re- emulate that it's the same thing with like brass instruments it's like sometimes you can't really get one that so when you when like you guys that. would play live you would already you would have the music already kind of playing and you would overplay that with you play keys over it you would play like drums over it someone would sing over it right yeah. to a certain degree yeah so it would, it would be like a super stripped down version of the song probably depending on what dan is playing or depending on like what the song is if we if it's a vocalist with uh with um like if somebody came out to sing, yeah. Like, well, there's like this thing. It's called like a looper. It's yep. like a 
you can and we'd probably be using like FL Studio, which is what we use to make music, like the software. And you can we can have like certain uh, parts of the song soloed out that are already playing, like things that we wouldn't be able to play, mm-hmm. like like weirder like synths that. and things like yeah. that. And we'd have that looping, and then we'd start to like Alex could play the chords with mm. the sound that's actually in the song. Um, you know, maybe I could play like a lead on the piano of some sort, or like you know I can do some drums. Alex could do some drums. Alex can sing. You know, at, we'll just add in like piece by piece so start out with like one part then we add the next part and have that looped and then we add the next part and it's kind of like a almost like you're putting a puzzle together and mm. it would and then at some point you're just like jamming out and it's like all at once so so i'm looking down so you guys when you say musical background like what did you guys play as a kid because basically i'm writing like, your father went to juilliard yeah how do oh. you know that I do a whole background check. I know, every, I know everything about you. That's crazy. Like I was, I, I was. I don't waiting. even know where I found that. To be honest, so you must have wrote it somewhere. <laughs> we don't go that deep. But you went to Juilliard, and then so you do. I mean, there's music around your house. Like yeah, today. yeah. My dad like always like. I remember just constantly listening to music, just his music, and he has like a bunch of records and everything that he would play. Oboe, um, right? Oboe. Yeah, he used to. Yeah, he used to play the oboe and the English horn, and. uh he used to. He was in some orchestra. I don't know the name of it, but he played in Italy for like two years. Uh, played in Mexico, where he met my mom. I think he he played in the U.S. a couple times. Went to L.A. and did some like he was all over the place. Uh, no, he actually sold his oboe for us to move up here back really? in the day. So like, so he's he, not into music anymore. I mean, he still he, he like still music. listens to it and everything, and he's still like you know very like he's super into it. He's a fan of music, you know, but he doesn't play and like. One of my goals is to eventually buy him an oboe so that he can play again. So, nice. Yeah, but they're expensive. So what? What's uh? What's an English horn? It's I played the French horn. Yeah, that it's was like, my it's like, instrument. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very similar. Yeah, it's a very yeah. It's like yeah. a okay. twist on that. I just want to make sure it wasn't like I had it like marked wrong. It was like it's a French horn, English <laughs> horn. I never heard that. That's cool. Yeah. And then, um, Alex, like for you as a kid, like parents musical, anything like that, or it's just hey, uh, you I want think to give you in piano lessons maybe to keep you quiet and keep you busy. Yeah, I just I. Uh, I, I, from what my mom has told me, um, I had like a little like toy piano as a kid and I like never stopped playing it and I like to sing a lot. So they just put me in like piano lessons from the start and I love that. Um, they got it local, local piano lessons. Nice. And you guys have played all the way through? Like you just never stopped playing piano? Uh, I stopped right in middle school just because I, I started to want to play like fun, like you know rock songs and she wanted me to practice classical <laughs> so i was like all right i don't need this <laughs> but i you know i still practiced every day and, and played um and then i got involved in the phs jazz band um and then i did trumpet in that um so i played trumpet i did chorus for a while um like in my house my dad was very musical mm-hmm. he liked like phil collins and like yeah. genesis and he would, yeah, big fan of like that type of music, um, and that was nonstop. So that's what I would be like hearing all the time. Um, and you, you've just—I mean—you've always kept up with music. Like you never let the skill of like you can still play piano yeah. very proficiently now. Yeah, no, I've never, I've never stopped. Yeah, I've always—it's like therapy for me. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'll just play piano. I, uh, it's one of my goals is to play. I bought a keyboard for my wife a couple of years ago. She used to play as a kid, and she's she plays it like. We have young kids now, so it's not happening. When I get older, I would love to play piano. Just yeah. like learn how to not be like yeah. super good, but proficient enough where I can mm-hmm. play it. Just more for fun and more like to keep my mind entertained. But yeah. um, 
So for you guys, like, I, I'm, you guys are perfect ones to ask this because I see this more and more, and I know um, Mike opened the shop, but like, like vintage stuff is that like mm-hmm. where did that trend come back, or is that has that always been around? Because I find like the trend now, like the way you guys dress, like you know Mike Parent. He opened Plattsburgh Vintage. I know like the, of the place, store, but I don't know who. Like, so yeah. he has a, like a, a store with it. I look at this. I'm like, this is just stuff from the '90s. That like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, was it the one uh, on Cornelia? Yeah, yeah, it's the one that you. you it's on yeah, uh, Brinkerhoff yeah, yeah. now. But but yeah. oh, it's on Brinkerhoff now. Oh, I didn't know he moved. That's I'm okay. Pretty sure he's on Brinkerhoff down across from the Strand, right in that. Strand. I love oh, love that story. Yeah, love yeah. that story. So, but I'm saying like that kind of. Stuff. I've seen more and more kids like uh, dress code, the consignment. Like mm-hmm. you start seeing these vintage clothes, like you um, like. You know, Thrift shops and everything. Yeah, the Calvin yeah. Klein guest jeans. You see, like mm-hmm. again, the old basketball like windbreaker yeah. jackets. You might see in, like the, like again yeah. the Bulls warming up in. Yeah. yeah, like what is that? Is that has that always been around or is it just more prevalent now? Because like, I just find like the vintage stuff is becoming way more popular lately. It's it's almost like a trend that's coming back around. It's yeah. funny that you say that because I remember like in early two thousands, it was like the whole thing was like new, new, new. Like be different and be new. Like yeah. that like you know just like yeah, the like, different hair we, like the like perfect straight hair yeah. and like California girls and mm-hmm. like shit yeah. like that. And then I, I don't know when exactly it happened. I feel like it was like Macklemore thrift shop when he, oh, that he song. Yeah, yeah. Song. Yeah. everyone was like, Oh, like that's sick. And then every, like literally everywhere. It's like even I, band, I just, whole bands come out. But I, just, I was going to say like a lot of, you start seeing artists being more like thrifty and you start to see the styles. Like most, yeah. most fashions like 20, 30 year cycles. They just keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I was going to say like, there's like a, like it's every twenty years, the decade before, like the twenty year, like twenty years in the past, that decade is what is in now. You know what I? Th- I just swear to God. And I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm starting to see that. I'm seeing a lot of like resurgence in like Pokemon cards and like, yeah, yeah. So, but but my the reason I think this is when Pokemon cards came out, I was like eight, nine, ten, and I was in it. Like mm-hmm. I had cards, and I, I I know I have some at my parents' place. Like still, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I kind of want to go ransack that and see how much yeah. it actually is worth. Um, but. The reason being is like people that are now into it, or at least were into it back then, I think have kids now that are slowly getting back in. And it's almost like nostalgia. So like yeah, if no. I look at yeah. like, yeah. to me, like Pokemon cards reminds me of being a little kid, but I'm like, dude, we used to trade those all the time and play the game, had the, like the uh, yeah. old yeah. Game Boys. And mm-hmm. uh, now I'm starting to see like people my age, their kids might be maybe a little younger, but the kids, you know, they're, they're starting to come back in a full cycle. But now mom and dad loved it. So now they're passing mm-hmm. it on to little Jimmy and Susie yeah. and now yeah. they love it and now mm-hmm. it's starting to become more trendful because they're the ones that are amplifying the trend. Yeah. Is yeah. that the same you think with vintage clothing? Yeah, I yeah. do. I do think that. Um it's it's a cool look. Like I don't like I don't look at that and be like, dude, you, like what the hell are you wearing? I'm like, that's actually pretty like it <laughs> yeah. looked it looked good in the nineties, still looks good now. Like yeah. it's starting to come around. Yeah. But I think it's like you guys have such a vibe, but I see like like Mike I, and I knew Mike from uh back, he played soccer too back in the day, but like starting to see uh you know what he's doing i'm like i didn't even know there was like an industry for that and it, mm-hmm. it really is like people yeah. love it all the time and obviously enough to run business from it yeah. yeah like every like so many people um in like some there are tons of stores in like los angeles for instance that it's just a bunch of thrift shops and they're more expensive than like like designer. a jc penny or like a normal retailer yeah. it's like crazy or even some designer places it's insane actually yeah. it's it's almost like it's it's almost like the new, 
like Gucci, not really. But it's all but like, but it's, it's like, almost like an affordable designer clothes. Yeah. Because then you can look at it and say, well, I see, yeah, it's not Gucci, but yeah. it's it's still know, badass. <laughs> old school Calvin Klein that I'm throwing on that yeah, looks exactly. like yeah, exactly. Um, it's all through eBay too. It's really fun. I also think social media like influencers, mm-hmm. like YouTube people and you know Instagram people, they started wearing stuff like that because they were like oh this is kind of cool like maybe they're like you said their parents put them onto it and then as soon as yeah it was definitely it was definitely like like started through influencers but they got the idea i'm saying from like yeah 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 but like they definitely help facilitate like people like your average high schooler that are into yeah clothes like that have you guys ever looked at doing that influencer like marketing influencer like to help spread the music like how does that work yeah so genre yeah we you know that's that's an option for sure for like a if you're trying to get your song out there if you go to like a i keep saying tiktok because that's what is popular right now um but yeah, like you can go to a TikTok person. I think there was a website, really. Yeah, what there was. was is, there's a website they called Pear they, they have like it's, they already have it set up. So if you're like if you're a TikTok person and you have a certain amount of following, you can sell that. Like, promo, like you can sell that. promo. Like, yeah, and you name and you account. name your price. And like you have big people on there. Like some of the biggest like TikTok, YouTube people, they'll be on there, and it costs like couple thousand to yeah for them to promote whatever it's like, crazy if it's like, like a people that you a clothing fit. brand a song like yeah. they it's mainly like meant for musicians to go in and bid to whatever and right. like some of them it's cheaper some of them it's you know whatever well, it's supply and demand it's eyeballs yeah. like again if you're gonna go on instagram or, or like if you go on youtube like i've seen it before mm-hmm. um uh, what's his name like mr beast you ever oh heard yeah that? like yeah. that dude yeah. like I'm looking at this kid. I'm like, how does this guy have so many people that follow me? Just stupid stuff. And it's like a kid that like would be yeah. like a, some local guys he walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And but people like whoever's putting ads on this thing, always can be seen by millions of people. Yeah. Right? That's a huge market. It's better yeah. than going on like, hey, I'm gonna put on the NBC like the Olympics I, tonight. Yeah. Nobody's gonna watch it compared to that. I know it's it's pretty, and it's also like you're getting the younger group. So it's. Mm-hmm. They're they're always looking at like when you're younger you don't really know how to spend your money or whatever at least that's what First I think experience. like yeah like when I was especially when I was in high school it's like I wasn't saving money I just like to spend it mm-hmm. right now I'm like the most frugal guy ever but back you know if you have like a younger audience they're gonna be like hey mom can you buy me this or whatever you know and it's it's well, I think you that doing. but you also have the idea if you, if you're promoting it if you watch someone that you know and they're yeah. promoting it I've had it before I mean I watch I don't really watch that guy I just said it. I just know he's a but like yeah Mr. Beast yeah. but like if you watch at like there's, there's things I watch and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they'll sponsor something that's in their demographic and all of a sudden I end up buying it because like, yeah well if they like it and they say it's good and they did maybe a video to show why it's good and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden like and it's something like, you kind of like, watch a lot of Casey Neistat yeah. videos and Casey yeah. will be like yeah. dude this drone whatever and you're like mm-hmm. ah, I do need a drone and that one's like and then you start yeah. looking into it and you buy it and that's yeah. the whole purpose of it exactly he's an interesting case he like turns mm-hmm. down right he turns oh, down oh he turns down a lot yeah but they I offer him so much it's I like, know how do you even turn it's that like, down I mean, do you ever watch his videos yeah I'm a big Casey fan man like I his old stuff when he was doing it daily yeah yeah, yeah my favorite yeah. like when he starts doing like the unboxing videos like it's yeah. the thing she gets all the things like I don't know what this is and his office is like or his old office in New York City was crazy so yeah. it's was, it was funny I took this right here this is from him because I was like, I love, I don't know if you've ever seen his office. Yeah, yeah. He just writes stuff on boxes and mm-hmm. people give me shit about it. Cause like, so I had to change it. Long, long story short, I put shelves up, moved the shelves here. So 
I was like, why am I buying all these bins? It comes in boxes. I can just put a Sharpie on it. I know exactly what's in each bin. Yeah. And it's easy. Like, hey, if you want to find my camera gear, you know where my camera gear is. Like, <laughs> so, But I got that from his idea because I'm like, he had all the open shelves and he had yeah. you know, the yeah. boxes. I'm like, simple because he yeah. doesn't care. He's got, like, yeah. I love his office. He's like super busy. Like you, you're just like, all right, I need to go. the exposed wire too yeah. thing. That was cool. I love that. Oh, yeah. And like, but a lot of it's just it's functional. And, I, yeah. and there's a video, I think if you go on, it talks about his functional office and it's like a 20 minute video and he goes through it. He's like, yeah. And you're like, looking at it, like, holy crap, this guy's really thought of everything. Like every space is like, <laughs> it's useful. It's yeah. not yeah. like, yeah. he's not just throwing crap up just because it looks pretty. Yeah, so, I love that. Um, yeah. Now, in regards to, um, I guess expanding out from where you guys are now. Like, what's the next step for you guys? Like, you see, you're working on another album right yeah. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's nice right now because I feel like we're not we've we've yet to be in a rut of like okay, like we've done that. What do we do next? It's mm-hmm. always just been like we're always we're thinking keep, the we're next just getting, we're going. So there's no so. like writer's block. Like, yeah. right? Just yeah. like we and it's are nice. And when even you two people. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if you have a writer's block, we found that there's there's other things you can do. Like, mm-hmm. you can email. You can. You know what I mean? There's just stuff you can yeah, do. You can, Even if you're not feeling creative, there's always stuff for you can do. Yeah. Um, but I, in terms of like the next step, I think right now, yes, we're working on this album. Um, we've got a song that we're really close to being done. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be on that. Um, and that's going to be, you know, the first single that we release. Um, we just got new management. Mm-hmm. We're going to be endeavoring to release everything in this album um, on our own, not through a label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like independent, independently, yeah. yeah. Um, which I don't know. Do you do like DistroKid or, or like how do you distribute your podcast? Is it? I, I have a platform that I post it on, but it, it's a subscription based. It gives yeah. me like the I gotcha. It basically, gives me the platform to put it on, but nobody pays. Like the weird thing about podcasts, and kind of the same with you, is like I can mm. do it. I'm there's no production. I'm the production. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah, I booked it. Well, I say book the people. Nick helps me like email. So I think she probably emailed yeah. you guys just because I don't quicker for her to email than me but yeah um i come up with the guests i come up with who i want to talk to and and a mm-hmm. lot of it's just like like i kind of watched you guys and then i just kind mm-hmm. of figure it out i'm like they seem like legit they don't just seem like they started something and like yeah. all of a sudden two months later they spike and they're yeah. or they spike and they're out yeah um but nobody i don't have any i don't know what i'm gonna say next i don't know what you're gonna say i have, mm-hmm. I have no clue how this is gonna go Right. This, yeah. could, this could tank. I've never even really talked to you guys. You more than you. I've never yeah, met you yeah. before. But like, yeah. all of a sudden, you could come on. I'm like, oh my god, they can't carry a conversation. <laughs> on, which I've had before with people. Like, they're cool, but they can't. I'm like, they really can't talk. Talk. Yeah. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. So then I'm sitting there and I'm driving the conversation. No. It's like that's that's gonna be tough. You guys like, do you're great. asking somebody about themselves. Like, if you can't talk about yourself, I'm well, sorry. It's just like <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's uh, what is that? AD, ADHD? No. Or no. Attention. Like attention deficit. ADD. ADD. Yeah. So that's like you're you're talking to them and they just drift off. Well, it could be <laughs> or, that, but it's like a lot of people say like, I'll ask them to come on. They say, "Well, what are you going to ask me?" I'm like, "I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to ask you." Yeah. Like, yeah, something about yourself, like, yeah. and then I just let it, let it flow. So, or not even necessarily, just whatever happens. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like I could, like I said, t- typical. We just like we start talking about stuff. Like you mentioned something, we'll go off on a tangent. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with me or you. It's just something we both know. And yeah, it's nice that had nothing to do with either of us. Just like we both. Yeah, like, but yeah. if you start. Um, I, I again the distribution aspect super simple because it's I edit I post it my distribution is usually just like the main platforms of social media and I don't really do a good job promoting this but I know this is about two and a half years in I've gone from like five maybe like five to ten downloads per podcast and now it's right around 50 or more depending on the person oh, there you that's go. good yeah. so nice. like you guys if 
again, it's you guys are probably better at this with the distribution, but I'm like, it's just how you distribute it. Like mm-hmm. I, me distributing it's going to get you to about fifty. Just me. Like right. if you put any legwork behind it, yeah. My bigger ones that have gotten the most traction is because they've done like some sharing and some yeah, friends have shared it. Next thing yeah. you know, I've had a hundred and something. That's awesome. So yeah. like, it's kind of one where it eventually it's going to get to the point where every pod every podcast is going to have a hundred downloads. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone yeah. will have a thousand. It's like you just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. the same thing. You start small, but you're consistent. So like, this is yeah. 146. So I've done 146 over two and a half years, which yeah. is over That's- one a week. Yeah, but it's been awesome. consistently every. Yeah. Awesome. And actually, I took COVID completely off because I couldn't come in. I didn't want to do it over Zoom, so I'm like, I can't yeah, come yeah. in. I can't come here, so I just yeah. stopped doing it. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you talk about, um, okay, you said independent and trying to promote the independent record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that different from what you did on the last one? Is it needed? Because I know a pl- one of my favorite bands has always been an independent company or independent records, and then also. So talk about that, and then I want you to talk about what management is like for you guys, like hiring someone. Yeah. Else. Okay. So basically, the going through the record route of like, okay, now I have a record, and they're going to release it on Spotify and all these platforms for me, um, and also they're going to do, maybe do some a little, a little promotion. Um, our record offers like uh, mastering help and mixing help. Um, they'll like network you with everyone yeah, else like that they're managing you... or that's in the record. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, obviously it comes at a cost, like commission costs, mm-hmm. you know, like um, a percentage, percentage of, of the mastering. And you now know. for you, are you paying that out of pocket or are you building enough revenue to cover? Like, do you guys know? So there... right now, like it's literally, it goes, it, yeah. they do as well as the song does. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's no yeah. upfront cost. Yeah. No yeah, upfront no, cost. No. yeah. Gotcha. That's yeah. I mean, that's good when you're starting out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we bit, that was a good deal for us. Um, at first, Mm-hmm. I think, and it was only a one record contract. Yeah, it was just for the EP. Okay. So the yeah. entire EP is under Bonfire Records, and they're great guys. It's like it's basically like two guys that started it, and then they have like people that work for them, like the mix and master right. engineer, some people that do graphic design, and like the um, whole the whole idea that they were a new record label it was almost attractive to us because mm-hmm. we were a new artist too. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, like you know, yeah. you get and, it, and they've worked with people that we are in the same we're kind of like we know them does. personally like so you saw their work yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like we were like okay like we can trust this first experience yeah. but like after that like i think it, now we we just want uh we don't want to take that commission fee out first of all um and we, it's like they didn't what do was the percentage on that so it was roughly i mean it was it was 60 40 and then 40 60 so there's two ways you can make money in music there's like the publishing, which is like if it gets on a TV show or, you know, or some radio or, radio or, something. or something like that. It's like the sync stuff, which usually pays more money. And then you've got like the master, which is like royalties from like how many people stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, everything. Right. Right. Um, and they have they took I think it was 60 of the publishing because they're like, OK, we're probably not going to get some on, stuff there on radio. Right? Yeah. Like that but wasn't a concern we, of ours. Yeah. And we took the opposite for the mastering so we went 60 on that and they took 40 on the other so i uh, yeah it, it wasn't really i think our our concern at first wasn't yeah. even really wasn't financial money, gain yeah. it was just like exposure. can we get exposed mm-hmm. um so we were kind of looking to them for like promotional needs mm-hmm. but to be honest the, like there's only so much they could do mm-hmm. um because they're managing a bunch of other people mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. that wasn't a big like they wow like a, moment for us we weren't yeah. like we weren't like you know we didn't feel like that was a big like yeah well, they're not like a huge label so it's not like they can 
Right, they, they have a bunch of money to put behind ads. Yeah, right. exactly. You're, you're not Interscope, so, so yeah. So you know. it's what are they? What can they really do other than what we can do, which is send out emails and talk to the people that they do? So a lot, a lot of it basically is like work and a little bit more knowledge. But if, yeah. but again, if you're willing to work hard and learn the knowledge, you can mm-hmm. yeah. that out. And and again, mm-hmm. if you're doing it just for yourself versus managing a bunch of people, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, I, mean, I think now, honestly, like just as, just the two of us mm-hmm. in terms of like our like potential promotion like we know more like we literally know more i think about the whole process like we know yeah there's more educated on it. yeah you can reach out to influencers on tiktok you can do that that's one you can do playlisting on spotify like if Mm -hmm. you know a guy who's got a really you know a lot of following Mm -hmm. and like a specific playlist on spotify then that's going to do well if it's just in the playlist yeah that's what that's like most of it too which sucks like spotify is Spotify's it's like platform. unless you're an artist that has fans which is like what we're you're trying to build organic fans that's like what we're really trying to do like the mm-hmm. point of like the independent thing too um but it's mainly if you just get on a big playlist you're going to get a lot of streams and that's how people get found pretty much right. like we we just got on our first editorial spotify playlist which they you can't like contact those people they work for spotify and they um, you can't like pay people to get on the Spotify playlist or whatever. They find what music they think is good and fits that playlist, like the vibe of the playlist or whatever. Right. And we got on one with when we put out the EP, and we were like, "Oh, that's great!" But like, and that helps get that's a lot been of helping streams because like yeah. a lot of people follow some random person out in like yeah Texas is gonna listen to it. Yeah. They're like, "I like this kudos man." Yeah, exactly. and like they they those Spotify playlists tend to have a lot of followers. Like that one that we got on had like six hundred and something seventy thousand followers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like you're hoping that you know if they listen through the whole playlist, one our song will pique their interest and they'll go, "Oh, what is this?" And right, you know, and like that's kind of it sucks that that's how Spotify works, but it it. It makes. It sense. also just makes sense because how is anybody really going to find your music? Especially with playlists, yeah. because people just they put, they're like, oh, I like I like this playlist. They press shuffle play, and then all of a sudden they're mm-hmm. listening to my song. Yeah, they didn't they didn't mean to. They didn't look up my. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean, if there's just, sixty songs. You'd be fifty eight, or you'd be two. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. You, you yeah. press shuffle play. You're done. You're yeah. going to listen to. You might. You, you yeah. know. You might not. You might. Whatever. It's like a, kind of like. But you. Yeah. It, I think that's a huge. That's a huge game changer. I think the whole like playlist shuffle play mm-hmm. move is like yeah and that's how you kind of get attention on spotify so when you guys are talking about like independent now you still have some professional people you work with in the sense yes. of like but you're the ones actually reaching out and kind of negotiating what you need to do mm-hmm. on behalf of yourself yeah and yeah. we're distributing we're still going to get it on you know like spotify and all those places but you can do it with you know DistroKid, TuneCore. like there's these companies that do allow you to independent do distribution where oh, you so you're, so you're where saying you, like how does this like how does my podcast get on like apple like apple right like, yeah, yeah. Podcast that's or spotify like, or right, yeah, right, right. that's what we were so, yeah so it's through like i use podbean it's, it's a hosting yeah, site yeah, but then it yeah. distributes to all the platforms yes, yeah correct yeah and there, there's certain ways you have to do it you have to do a little more like work but you mm-hmm. have to do a couple things within each platform yeah or whatever the you know there's it's a couple extra steps like to go on apple you don't just mm-hmm. go on podbean and put it on apple you have to yeah. then sync them up and connect yeah. and make an account it's like yeah it's kind of sometimes like it's more tedious but yeah. you can do it yeah and, and you like, should do it for yeah me. that's what we're trying to do because we just kind of want it to be like i just i would like to because i know like or we both know that this is going to be like a good album we're gonna put it out and it's gonna do decently well we think it'll do better than the ep mm-hmm. and so like I, it's kind of like a pride thing for me at least to be like, yeah, we did it all independently with like us two, Bella and like the management 
team that we have. As it's far like, as the management goes, because I know you you yeah. asked about that. Um, we we really just got in contact with them. They reached out to us. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like it's almost a compliment because they reached out to you instead of you reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. So they found us and you know reached out to us. And they're just starting off too. They're young, just yeah. two guys. Yeah, um, they have like a. It's called Artboard Media. It's like there. But so far, it's so good. I mean, like they basically what happened is that we gave them a trial run, you know, two, three weeks of like, hey, you can manage us. Um, this is what our expectations and like this is what we need from you mm-hmm. um, in terms of like payment. It's similar. It's just commission based. Um, yeah. Based on they like, get a percentage of our yeah. like everything we do pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we're very busy mm-hmm. and we need like. The sk- it, the schedule. Schedule. we yeah. literally yeah. just needed somebody to Manage. say hey what's the update on this thing because yeah. this needs to be done by this date so mm-hmm. are you on time or what's going on with that yeah um because i think dan and i yeah, both we, have like very busy lives and, yeah it's like when you have two people that have two different lives and they have to like you know sync it up yeah and it's like we were lucky because we live together but like now alex kind of is like living with his girlfriend so it's like we mm-hmm. have to like balance that and like having somebody also just like the third party it's like your boss it's like when you go to anthony's or i go to latitude it's like okay you got to do this it's like i'm definitely gonna do it where it's like when we were doing it ourselves and yeah. i was like hey let's work on slack for each other yeah it's like yeah. we're like oh let's work on the song actually you know let's do it in two hours let's go play smash bros you yeah. know what i mean it's let's like play some video games yeah it's like uh it's more like not to say way, that we're lazy because we're yeah, not in, yeah. any, in any like definition yeah. but i i think uh it's nice to have that third party. Yeah, it's just someone someone to know what's going on and like also be like plan help. and yeah, like yeah. or you know, I think they also help a lot. They help a lot more with promotion stuff. Mm-hmm. Um like bigger picture yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, so it's it's very nice. They basically just got on like involved with us probably like 3 week like a week before we went to Chicago, which was last or was it like almost like two weeks? So it's been about a month that they've been with us pretty much. Yeah. And they found us on TikTok mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, we like your stuff. Let's work together. And we talked to them on Zoom. One of the guys from Rochester went to RIT. Um, he's literally our age. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice. Like you're able to like Connect relate. And, yeah. yeah. Again, a lot of, again, go back to artists that have gone a lot of them are with management for years and years and years mm-hmm. or even right. decades because it's like yeah. you just find it works and you kind of grow together and yeah. you never know these guys might be people you work with from, for decades that's what like, we would love for that like that's yeah. kind of like with Bella like Ideally, we want it to yeah. be like yeah. that's our group and like we have five people and we're crushing yeah, you just stay small and lean yeah. and just keep building and yeah. then yeah no I think I think it's cool I think you guys um, I think taking something that's you know uh, a passion project and then kind of really trying to like learn the business side mm-hmm. of it because I, I find most people that can create art whether they're artists whether they're you know musicians the problem we hear like the starving artist is because they don't know how to promote themselves like yeah. there's uh right like you gotta find art music anything is a demand for it so like if you you guys make really good music is your music better or worse than you know, Justin Bieber than Justin Bieber okay mm-hmm. It, it might be the same as him. Justin Bieber just has a massive demand for him. Yeah. So it's supply and demand in anything. And again, when you start it, like he was like a little kid on YouTube from Canada playing music. Like, right. Yeah. You know, so then you go from there and then he got the, was it like a Usher or something? Didn't he get the eye, like got caught with his Yeah, breath? yeah, yeah. So I mean like, he kind of got like, you know, Boosted knighted in. very fast. Yeah. But it's not to say that your music's 
any better or worse. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you guys have a better ear for it. You could say, yeah, it's not as polished as MGMT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you look at their early stuff, if you can go find early stuff, which I'm sure you guys, like I said, have, you know, enough of uh, students of the genre that you can learn <laughs> yeah. on the old stuff. But yeah. mm-hmm. you look at that, it's like, I think a lot of it is you just keep plugging away and then eventually you get that spark or you get that, you know, yeah, ignition, ignition where you're like, okay, we're, yeah, we're here. It's like crazy because uh, like it's a lot of it is also who you know. Like if you, mm-hmm. it's, it almost sucks, but it's also kind of, it makes things easier because if you find one person that, you know, you really vibe with, you know, and you're making music with them and they know people, it's like. Now you know those people because they're yeah. going to put in a good word, and mm-hmm. now you can work with those people. It's also collaboration, like yeah. You, yeah. Like you yeah. guys said, you're now dealing with people that have a very small following. Well, mm-hmm. what happens if now they have tens of thousands of followers, exactly. and you guys do, and all of a sudden you because yeah, you a lot grow of, together. Yeah, I, I explain a lot with you know within our company, and this is just in general, like the snowball effect of like your snowball effect was you guys like jamming in college, doing this stuff, and all of a sudden now it's like okay, things are going at a little faster, more complicated route because you're growing and right. then what's going to end up happening is you're going to get, you know, get to that next level and that's mm-hmm. going to go, that's, I mean, that's going to take you from here to here very fast. All yeah. of a sudden you're like, holy crap, we've had this exponential growth over like two years, three mm-hmm. years. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's been happening, I think. Yeah. And like it, the logistics part of this whole project at first for me was daunting and just like, ah, like this is not what I signed up for. But once you get into it, it's not only fascinating, but like, I, I love it now. Yeah, it's, it's like it's just more fun. Like you can you can really plan out everything. And mm-hmm. uh, so, what's your what's each of your like? What's your favorite part of this whole thing? What's your favorite part? Um, I think my favorite part so far has been just like meeting new people and seeing like what their process is because it's it's always been either like an eye opening experience for me where it's like oh I'm better than I thought I was because I'm I feel like sometimes you know I'm a small a big fish in a small pond type mm-hmm. of thing um, because there's not anyone else in this area doing this type of music mm-hmm. so like I have no I have no reference to see like how good I am or what I'm yeah. doing but then when I meet other people sometimes it's like oh that was you know <laughs> um, when I meet other people it's like uh, either I'm learning something from them like they're bigger than me mm-hmm. and they thought I was worth teaching mm-hmm. something or you know, wow, like this person I thought was better than me, but I'm actually holding my own with them or like yeah. even better than them, which yeah. is, yeah. I mean for both of like, that's something that it's, you know, when we went to LA and we went to Chicago and we meet all these artists and we're making music with them, it's, it's like we've noticed like we actually can hold our own and it's like a very eye opening thing. It's a lot of fun. But I mean, for, for me, like the best I just like making something and building it from like the bottom up and just like seeing the whole process of everything. Mm. Like if it's the business stuff or the music, obviously like for both of us, I would say, I mean, I don't want to speak for Alex, but for both of us making the music is like probably the most entertaining part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But also like meeting people is like, like I, you know, making new friends, you know, building your, your network. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just to, build up your brand or your business it's like oh i'm now friends with this guy like we kind of make a point now that we're not really going to work with people unless we actually like hang out with them and enjoy hanging out with them like mm-hmm. you there'd be some some you know leeway here and there like if you're working with justin bieber and you don't like justin bieber it's like okay well i'll do so it for that. the paycheck but like especially but, for like a some yeah when you're doing the um um 
what are they called? Pitches, right? The, yeah, the pitch work. Like, like that's that's pretty much all business. You're yeah, not, yeah. It's that's a, not your baby at all. So you made that beat for somebody else. Yeah. You don't, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like, I would say, yeah, making the music for for me and just kind of being in rooms with people and like learning because, you know, yeah. I'm not a classically trained musician, but like being able to go in and like produce something out or, you know, I can play the piano a little bit and just kind of like seeing myself in this, the room with these other artists. It's like a, it's like, whoa, I'm actually like doing this kind of thing. It's very like fun. Do you guys find uh, that you would ever move to more like a more uh, like a hub of where it is? Yeah. Like I said, just so you have more of the osmosis. Yeah. So Dan's moving to LA actually in a month. So, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and Bella's actually going with, with him for the first two. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, yeah, so that'll that's gonna be a big, also a big pro, yeah. a big like process, I would yeah. say. Big change for us trying to. I mean, we've worked separately. Technically, we did that at the beginning in college, so we kind of know how that's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll probably be a little bit different now, but um, it's kind of like the moving thing. I've wanted to move to L.A. since or move out to California. Obviously, uh, there's other hubs like yeah, like, you said, like New York City, hubs, Chicago, York City. and everything. Um, but I've wanted to go there since. It was like senior year of high school. It was kind of when I figured out, okay, I do want to do something in music. I don't know what. I'm not like that good yet, but like I want to do something and I want to go out there. I mm-hmm. just might as well do it. I don't really... Like something's tugging at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I've had the goal of like, okay, I'm going to move there at, once I graduate. And so that's what I'm doing. And it'll definitely help propel us because... Right, because it's know. like it's like this where you don't want to do Zoom. You don't want to do a Zoom podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the same as same for us like we don't want to do like we don't want to yeah. work with a vocalist anymore unless it's in person yeah because like we like to be very hands-on and because we, then it's like oh can you know you just messed up can we fix that right now yeah. as opposed to like you know going back and forth yeah. over email it extends the process yeah. out yeah. I, um I, I think there's a lot to be said though by surrounding yourself with like-minded people and people that are better than you because mm-hmm. i mean if they're they have to be at your level or just above because you got to yeah. learn from them and yeah I, yeah you exactly. know if you uh it's kind of like anything else as you continue to grow. Like I've known as I continue to grow, like my sphere sphere of, of friends has evolved too. Like mm-hmm. you start getting people that I would deem are higher achievers just because like you start to get more success. So it's like you want to be around like-minded people. I think yeah. you're going to find that is your, your main hub of friends, like especially as you go out there, that's going to continue to evolve. Yeah. And you get the ones that stick you know, mm-hmm. for life and are just super like fun, loyal, like good, yeah. good people. And then, you know, you're going to, kind of move your way through the industry a bit, but I think it's cool. Like you go in kind of like right to the center of it and say, like, what yeah. vibe can we pull from this and what influence and what, mm-hmm. um, and like I said, collaboration is huge, especially yeah. in the music scene. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Hey, if we can just get in front of people and it's not really the money, it's the exposure. Yeah. Right. That's you like know? what the whole, the next, like that's what it has been the whole time. And like the next year, year and a half is going to be just all about like that kind just of thing. Just getting out in front of people. Yeah. 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 I think people, I really do think people look at, like this whole music thing as like, Oh, it's so you must just be having fun. Like the whole time it's not like a business, right? You're just making music, Mm -hmm. but like, no, you really, I mean, it goes, it's not just for musicians too. This is, I'm sure it's for any like influencers, anyone who's trying to sell themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you literally have to, there's a whole logistical business side to like everything. There's like, it's, we were talking about this like months ago. There's like so much, in the music industry there's so many different things and like you're involved with visual art you're involved with 
live performance and how to like you dance need, you things need video like that. content yeah there's you like need, so um, many different aspects of it and it's kind of awesome yeah to think like, of it, it's just making music you guys would sit in your room make music and just be like hey man that was cool mm-hmm. i mean it really, like as, as soon as you start promoting it on social media now you have promotion to it now you have mm-hmm. marketing to it yeah. so now you've taken the music and now you've expanded it out and now mm-hmm. you're on vocalists okay now we get logistically who's reaching out to them who's scheduling who's performing and yeah exactly you, you uh you realize very quickly that if you're in an art form your best artists, like your truly best artists, and I'm not saying by skill level, I'm just saying that turn out to be the ones you know, somehow found a way to distribute what they're what they were, you know, trying to distribute. So yeah. I don't know what that may look like for you, but you know, go back to when the Beatles, like you know what I mean? Like you said you're in the Beatles, like mm-hmm. that was seventy years ago, you know, yeah. in the sixties, early sixties, they started out playing, you know, pubs in Liverpool. Yeah. But what got them from there got noticed back then when they had none of what we have now. Mm-hmm. To where they're to the point where they're as big as they, you know, still are. Yeah, culturally. I know. Yeah. Right. And so you got to look at that, like, you know, just trying to be, uh, like, you need a marketing, you need something. Because if it's just the music, you would never hear it. If it's just yeah. the art, you would never hear someone in a room painting mm-hmm. and painting a beautiful picture. Yeah. yeah. It has to get out to people to want to have the demand for it. So I think, like I said, you're going to learn very quickly that there's, the business is going to be the part that I think is going to feel overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it's part that always, like, gets stressed because you're like, I'm trying to keep my end of the bargain for deadline or try and then mm-hmm. you i guess at the end of the day you just don't want to lose the love for the music or yeah lose the love for the process because yeah. yeah. that's where you see like bands get pissed at each other and break ups because all the other shit got in the way of just them having fun yeah, yeah exactly. exactly and it's tough it's not an like, easy thing because if mm-hmm. it was easy everybody would just fly through it with no problem yeah. yeah i think the 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 part that's tough right now for dan and i is like the creative part the fun part of like making the music takes like no time at all like mm-hmm. it take it's so quick and we have a lot of fun when we're doing yeah. it but then then the song is at the point where it's like okay now we now have we to. have like a month and a half of like real work to yeah. elbow grease that has to yeah. go into just making it a song yeah so it's, it's like and it's tough because like yeah we're not like we're not making like a ton of money from it you know mm-hmm. right now so it's like you know you're also trying to go to work and you know yeah. like Alex is trying to hang out with his girlfriend. It's You're like, on the grind stage. Yeah, so yeah. it's like... Yeah. So it's it's really like you you either love it or you don't. And if you love yeah. it, then you you will do it. Yeah. If you don't, then... Well, if you love it, that's when you like... You literally, nothing will stop you. You kind of get that burning yeah. passion. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to... We're going to succeed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't not release it, basically, yeah, at this that's, point. That's how we've thought about it since like the beginning. It's like, I just like doing this. The whole process. It's yeah. like, it's fun to say I did all that stuff. You know. Well, a lot of it is you got to have a little bit of chip, or sh- chip on your shoulder. Yeah. You got a ton of self belief because you got to just make yeah, sure, like, even if people naive. say I suck or people <laughs> try to tear me down, oh, yeah. you really got to cancel that out and just say, you know what? Do I like doing this? Yes. Am I having fun? Mm-hmm. Yes. And just keep grinding. Yeah. yeah you know, no. is, it, is it taking away from like responsibilities? Like, you know what I mean? Like, in the sense of like, can I not pay my rent? And now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We're getting yeah. kicked out. But it's like, yeah. but minus that, like, if you really like what you're doing, like, if you guys talk about video games, at the end of the day, you're going to get rid of the stuff that's going to stand in your way. And like, yeah. I'm saying give up video games or, or like, you know, just creative outlet. But I'm saying yeah. eventually you're going to get rid of stuff and really focus in on if it truly makes, like it's what you really want to do, then you're going to find every waking hour of yeah. freedom that that's going to go to that. And then, no, that's, yeah. hun- that's, that's literally, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's your life. Yeah. yeah, no, it's bad. <laughs> like It's the mindset yeah, you for get sure. A, yeah. yeah. No, it's good. It, People gotta, get upset with you. <laughs> but you yeah, like, but you got to have the mindset of like, hey, I'm going to succeed and we're just going to do it and I don't care yeah. what anybody thinks. And, and yeah. it's not that you're you're being a dick or trying to like, yeah. I, at the end of the day, you have to have a uh, thick skin and mm-hmm. you have to know what you want and not care what people's opinions are. Like yeah. you guys obviously care about each other's opinions because you're, 
mm-hmm. you know, you're working together. But if another friend says, well, you guys never hang out anymore, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry, man, but this is something we really want to do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like, yeah, but this, yeah. like, you got to put priorities yeah, in order. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like different different people and hey, in different lives. It might not you know? be that fun. you just like, this is more fun than going <laughs> yeah. out to like, yeah, yeah. the bars with some guy you don't know or yeah, some exactly. guy you know, but. Exactly. Um, so, um, how did you guys come up with the name Kudos? Oh, that was, uh, I remember we were in my. Uh, like a day. Yeah, it was fun. like. So, you we were. Drunk? No. I think we were. No, no, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, we were, uh, <laughs> we were in my, like, I think Alex was home for like a weekend from RPI and we were in my parents' house, like at, in my bedroom or whatever. And we were like, okay, yeah, let's like make a band or whatever. Cause I remember when we, I keep saying I remember, but when we started the project, we we're like, okay, how do we come up with a name? And we went on Wikipedia's like random article button, which we, an artist that we liked at the time, like a lot at the time, we still like them, but they yeah, did that. They're mm-hmm. called Lewis the Child. Yeah. Um, but it's like random name. Two yeah. guys made a band called Lewis the Child. Which yeah. Is like, and they did it through yeah. the Wikipedia thing. So we're like, all right, all right, why don't we do that? And we were going through that forever. Cause like you'll get random stuff. You'll get like, you know, Louis the 15th or, you know, Henry the 8th or like, an event that happened on Wikipedia. So you're going through a bunch of stuff. And I think we went through that. Then we went through a bunch of random things on Google and eventually like the name or the word kudos came up and like you look on like Google. Kudos, and, like congratulations. Like kudos yeah, to you. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, the kudos bar, like the, the Canadian. Yeah. What thing. was it? It was, it was oh, a candy bar. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like a, and so we were like, that's That'd be a great, cool. sh- great merch shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we like partner with them. That would actually be sick. I think, are, <laughs> they, are they still a thing? I are I they? they? I thought they got discontinued. Maybe. That'd be, hey, even better, vintage. Yeah, shirt. there yeah. we go. <laughs> there you go. She got it. Yeah, and we go to play in Montreal. You're just like, hey, a bunch of kudos bars. Throwing you know? bars. Yeah. yeah. We cross out wrapped the, up Snickers yeah, bars. Yeah. yeah. Cross we out the K, K with the C. C. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like we saw. They were like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like kudos to you. And then we were like, how do we make it different? And we put just the C. Mm-hmm. And that was what it was. So um, yeah. yeah, it was like a random I, afternoon. I think uh, Post Malone did the same thing. Oh really? You ever look at his background? I forgot what it stands for. I almost want to say like Post Malone was like Carl Malone. Oh, the like the basketball player. Carl Malone. But I, no I, I forgot the... He's from, I think, Syracuse? Oh, Post Malone? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah there's, there's some tie to upstate... Like, up, upstate, but, you know, yeah. western yeah. upstate New York, whatever you call yeah. Syracuse. What, people, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. The, what are the people up here called? Downstate, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and if you ever look up how he got his name, it was it was a play on words um, like that. And I forgot. He just said one, and then he sound, said it sounded cool. I don't think yeah. it has to do with Malone, New York, though. Because at one okay. point I thought was he born in Malone, but I think it was Syracuse. <laughs> that would be cool. nuts. That would be cool. He might be born in Malone. It's like a weird... There's some really? Tie, there's so, some tie up here that he moved away from here, and I think he moved to Texas when he was a little kid. Oh, okay, But I yeah. think he lived in Syracuse for a while. That's crazy. Um, That's pretty cool. But you talk about a guy that... I believe he started playing guitar from Guitar Hero. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Right? Because you talked about like not knowing how to play music from like you yeah. you grew up playing music, so yeah. that'd be like yeah. him growing up playing guitar. Yeah. But now he can still play guitar, mm-hmm. and he, he's an interesting cat. But like I still like do you listen to his music? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's got like a weird vibe, but he blends mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in. But he's, yeah, I, I heard him uh, singing a Brad Paisley song. It popped up on my YouTube or whatever, like a Brad Paisley country he gets, song. He gets oh, wow. crazy features, yeah. yeah, and it was great. Like, yeah, I'm sitting there. I didn't think he was good. I didn't think he could. He's sing. got a really good. Singing he can actually sing. Yeah. yeah. Cause he does all that like dubbing or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. So he kind of mm-hmm. like 
auto-tuned it a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he actually just sang the song by himself, I'm like, he's, yeah, he's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah. There's a, he's, his song, I think it was like Whitney or something from like one of his, his first big album that he put out. I remember that when, like he had a video of him playing it live in a concert and it went viral because he was, you know, people thought of him as a rapper, mm-hmm. you know, and he can sing. It's like, that's really awesome. But I think and, you're starting in music now. You're getting a lot of that. Like you guys said, you're blending genres. Like yeah. you take that, like he's got, Texas, he's got a country background. He's got the rap background. He's mm-hmm. got, like you said, he, he's playing guitar, and you start blending that in. Like we've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of the cool thing. We start listening to a lot of these people um, over the last handful of years. Like they're just different. Yeah, they're not the same like acoustic jam band. Like I like that kind of music, but mm-hmm. you start adding that in with you know, like I said, rapper R and B, and then you know, then you add in like I said, jazz to it. And like mm-hmm. okay, this is kind of a yeah. Like I like. Um, Dave Matthews band, but like yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of acoustic song. guitar. But then they mm-hmm. had, you know, originally they had the fiddle and you had the horns, and you, all of a sudden you had this like blend of what they grew up listening to down, yeah. you know, kind of in Virginia, and it was yeah. this like just melting pot of music. Yeah, and they have a cool vibe now, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's I what mean, happens. I mean, yeah, I mean, because you can't like. I think Dan and I both listen to like. It would be one thing if we were like, okay, we only listen to. Like you said, jam bands, mm-hmm. and like we—that's what we both agreed on, and that's what we're gonna make, and that's what we love. Mm-hmm. I think that's honestly probably what we started at. Like, n- like when we started producing, it was like, okay, we like electronic, we music. like electronic music. We only want to make electronic music. This is all mm-hmm. we listen to as well. Mm-hmm. And then like now, now it's just not the yeah. case. Like now, but you pull from your background. Like, yeah, so you exactly. like jazz and you like classic rock. Like, those mm-hmm. are fantastic genres. And then you start yeah. putting in with the like you said, the vintage and the new, and then. Mm-hmm. Now you have your own sound, which you guys just talked about. Yeah. Right. And like, it's, it's, you can only do, I feel like there's, you can only do so much if you're just making like strictly like, like the genre. Yeah. Like, like they're, like they're electronic artists that aren't like huge yet that we kind of follow. And like, you can see that they're like, that's their thing. They make this type of music, you know, and it's like a chain smokers, like EDM, like I'm going to DJ like 50 shows a year. It's like kinda. being typecasted in the movie. Like you're always that character. Yeah. yeah. Like you're that guy. And it's like, I don't want to be like, what if I don't want to do that today? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I, I was listening to a Beatles song yesterday. I want to make something kind of like that, you know, or like today I was yeah. listening to some house music. It's like, I think a lot of music now is going to be doing, like you said, like blending the different genres and people are going to want to listen to that because they don't really want to just listen to the same thing every day. So at at what point do you guys think that you've, um, that you've hit the traction to get it to like the next level? Like, do you think you've hit that yet? Or do you think that's still in the works? I think think it's close. Do you think you're, I think it's it's still in the works. So a lot of like the next stuff that's coming out is going to be like, we're putting all of it in. Like, we're, we're going to hit every single thing that we've mentioned in, term of, in terms of promotion on top of, like, other things. Like, we're featuring artists that are bigger than us, so that'll mm-hmm. help. Because, yes. like, their fan base will be listening to our songs. And these are confirmed people? They're like, confirmed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, um, it's kind of, it's pretty awesome. Like, people that we have yeah, looked and it's, up to kind and of it, for a while. Really so nice. And it's literally just because they like our sound, which yeah. is, like, a huge compliment. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, these are people that we reached out to literally four or five months ago and they were like okay yeah we'll feature in your song but it's gonna be five thousand dollars yeah and, and, now, and obviously we we're like okay well we're not gonna do that and then we went to la and mm-hmm. met met people and you know it was like and they were like yeah let's do something and these then, are the same people that said yeah, yeah. did they know yeah. you guys had already reached out prior yeah they did yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and then yeah. they they 
they heard our stuff in person and they were like, okay, yeah. wow, this is good. Yeah, and I'll, that's the difference. I'll do it with... for free out of just like the musicality of it, mm-hmm. which is I, what Huge. you need. What yeah. you need, honestly, from mm-hmm. you know people that are bigger than you. Like the music has to be good. You know what I mean? So like that's like the big thing for us. So. What's the uh, the quote? Be so good, so good they can't ignore you. Like that's really yeah. kind of where it's like just right. keep making good stuff mm-hmm. to the point where yeah, that's we, literally we, what we're we talking about. Do. Yeah, Justin yeah. Bieber, but like he can't ignore you. Like he's yeah. too good not yeah. To, yeah. not to work. And with. like if you're just always putting it out and it's always like like pretty good. Say, it's yeah. like if it's a consistent good mm-hmm. stuff and always evolving up. Yeah, it's yeah. like okay, well we if, can't not pay attention to these guys. If you, know? you say like, I mean, we we've been saying that like it's important to you know promote yourself and all that, but. To be honest, it's always been about like, if your music is good, then you don't have to really worry about that as much. And if it's not good, then that's going to be your main concern is the promote. Like if your music mm-hmm. is kind of bad, what you have to do is put all your eggs in promotion. Yeah. And well, think about uh, th- think about like really popular musicians or actors or or um, the the one that comes to to mind. I I listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Like the, yeah, the podcast. I love Joe yeah. Rogan. Yeah. yeah. So we looked at uh, Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Never had an Instagram account until recently. He was on social media. Yeah. He's like, why so, do I need that? And he, like, he goes and like just shows up and he sells yeah. out places. Cause I know, and he gets like millions good. of followers in the first day because yeah, everybody loves so, him. It's just so good. And it's like you get these people that, you know, you get the other ones that are, they need it for the traction. And there's a lot of legitimacy. I use it for my business. There's a lot of legitimacy to it. But you get these people that are just larger than life and are like, to the, almost to the point where like, you know, I'm out. I don't want to have all that distraction because mm-hmm. I know you want me and I'm good, but I just want to focus on my craft. And yeah. um, I think there's a, there's a benefit to a lot, like, you know, there's certain times like bands, like you can't even tag everybody in the band because two guys don't even have an Instagram and they're like, I don't want one. Yeah. 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 Like that's Alex. Like Alex doesn't yeah, have I don't, I don't. an Instagram. I have my own personal mm-hmm. one, but it's like. And then you get the kudos. Yeah. We have yeah. the kudos one, obviously. But that's, the, yeah, that's basically mine. Yeah. Because I, I really <laughs> do look at like Instagram and social media in general as purely promotional. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's never been like an outlet for me of like. Let's like look see what did, my friends are doing. Did like, you have an account? I used to, yeah. And but just it was, deactivated it. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think. Well, it's, he just he it's still there. Or should say it's inactive. Yeah, it's but he doesn't go inactive. on it. He can't even get into it. I, I still tag. I him literally tried that. to get Instagram to take it down. I I literally like tried you know the one eight hundred number. I think. <laughs> well, you have to. You just have to get in, and then you can delete it. It's just you, right, but yeah, the, I, yeah I, yeah, I can't get in. Um, I I've thought about. I go through this phase every once. So actually, the other day, I was on my business account. Yeah. And I was going down through it. I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm getting rid of people. I don't want to follow. <laughs> not not like I don't want to follow all yeah. these people." That's so what I started I, going through, and I'm like, "Don't know this person. Don't." I'm like, "This is super simple." Yeah. And then I looked, and I was taking off my the followers of my page. Yeah. I was actually taking just them off, not people I was following. So uh. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> so I had actually built it up to like. Fairly high number, and I probably took like fifty people off, and I thought I was taking off the people I followed, and then I got down, I'm like, oh, what the hell? But I'm like, then I thought in my head, I'm like, it doesn't matter, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm taking them off the followers, they're obviously not that great mm. of followers because I don't know who they are, but they, uh, but I've, I've thought about like just stripping it down to like fifty people, yeah. Like I've really, I, I, I go through my head all the time of like, can I just get my account down to fifty? And then I start going like flipping through, and I'm like, oh, I feel bad if I don't follow them. I feel bad if I don't yeah. follow them, but I don't really go on social media a lot to like look at it yeah so you know like instagram works like you'll click on it and typically your top like 10 things are the ones you see the most Mm -hmm. yeah so like i'll go through and i'll i'll probably scroll through like five to ten and then i'm out Mm -hmm. i'm not mindlessly scrolling through and then facebook i never go on so it's like i'll post i'll go on and i'll see my notifications 
Mm-hmm. I'll respond to my notifications and then I'm out. Like I don't go and consume information on social media. Yeah. 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 And a lot of it's just I find like there's days where I get overwhelmed with just like notifications. I'm like, I'm like, can't wait. just I just don't want to get notified today about anything. Yeah. Like, exactly. I just want to chill. So there is a lot of like you said, just deleting it. You don't have that distraction. You don't go on it. Like, yeah. Obviously, I mean, you don't even scroll Instagram because like I don't yeah. really care. It's funny because I, you know, I I almost feel like a hypocrite because it's like I don't use the I don't use the product that I'm selling type of thing where it's like I I'm not on Instagram and I would never find a band on Instagram like that's just not how I personally would yep. ever find a band but. I am a band and I'm putting myself on Instagram in hopes that somebody is just like, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. and I, it, it, but like, I don't know if it'd be hypocrite. I, I think for you, it's just like you said, it's it might be a distraction or it might be, it's, like, yeah. it's what you're using it for. You want to use it for distribution, not for, uh, not mm-hmm. for, uh, consumption. Yeah. It's like, and I'm kind of the same way. Like I do it for distribution. I don't consume a lot on it cause I'm, I just have stuff going on and like, I, I actually watch more on YouTube than I do on anything else. So I'd, yeah. I'd rather watch videos of things mm-hmm. than, you know, scroll through and see someone post something you know and it's not as bad like i find i I follow you guys on and i I see Mm -hmm. what you post and it's you know it's cool because it it allows me then to like you know it makes this happen because if i'm not following you i'd never do this because so i do use a lot of it for like what i call research of like if i see some sometimes i just scroll through my instagram yeah and be like oh i like them or i like them and i'll just add them to my list of people i want to talk Mm -hmm. to so like sometimes that's my my guest list sometimes is my instagram yeah because i follow random people and just Mm -hmm. like okay they they're doing something cool in the community. Let me just check them out and follow mm-hmm. them for a little bit. And if you think they're legit, then reach out. And that's, yeah, exactly. You know, like I said, it kind of works. But, um, gentlemen, it was a great talk. I'm, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, but if if anybody wants to listen to you, find you, just kind of plug all your music, all your all your Instagram. Not don't follow Alex. Don't follow, <laughs> don't follow but, me. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if you guys want, just like kind of tell where where you're at, what people can look for, what they can expect. Um, so pretty much Instagram is kudos music, just C U D O S and music. Uh, it's all one word. And then on TikTok, we only have like a few social media outlets cause they're all, they're all linked up. So yeah. once you got one, you got, yeah, all. it's, there's like a link in our description that has everything, but TikTok is just kudos C U D O S. And then, you know, our website kudos music at or kudos, kudos and then that pretty much is everything. Yeah, you have yeah. all the syncs up to that. Yeah, it's yeah. literally pretty pretty much just that. But if you want to listen to the music, you can go on Spotify, Apple Music, just type in "Kudos" mm-hmm. and you'll find it there. So, and how many songs do you guys have officially out right now? Uh, Eight I think to ten. It's, I think it's technically like there's a couple on SoundCloud that aren't. They're on SoundCloud, but not Spotify. But you're on the song. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's uh, or a dozen or so. Yeah, it's like twelve or thirteen. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Like I said, I had it on this morning because I was like trying to like listen in on on some stuff. Uh, but I've, I've heard it a few times through, just playing it in the background, you know. And I, like I said, it, people doing, young people in our area doing some cool stuff that mm-hmm. I like. And I, I wish you guys all the best. And obviously, if you're Appreciate moving out to LA, you know, good yeah. luck with uh, good <laughs> luck with that. I think it's cool though. I think, like I said, you got to chase a dream. And you know, yeah, you're, you uh, if if any times to do it's now. You don't have a lot of definitely a lot of stuff holding you back. So, mm-hmm. um, boys, I appreciate it. Alex, Dan, um, of kudos. Um, and again, it's kudos, not kudos music, even though you yeah. can search at kudosmusic.com. Yeah. <laughs> but I had that, I had that mistake, but kudos, um, well, kudos for you guys for coming on. I appreciate yeah. it. That's my dad joke for the day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you guys coming on. Um, again, check these guys out and if you can give them a follow, give them a like, um, share their music. Like I said, it, more, more, uh, more, I guess ears, the better, right? Yeah. More eyeballs. Bella's got good, good art yes. and stuff too. Yeah. So. Go follow Bella, Bella awesome. Friedman. All right. That's it. Episode 146, <laughs> Gail and Trombley show.
Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.